I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> everybody welcome to high spots and kickouts i'm rich i'm sitting here with brent what's up and clint hey it's a big big uh big day for you i think clint read uh rick flair's oh yeah might be i mean i've enjoyed the videos of jay lethal and shit <laughs> i mean i've said it for a while i don't know why they're training in the storage shed that's but... cheaper oh well, <laughs> well, he, wants, he wants to get back in the ring does he <clears throat> I, I mean he looked good though like he's He's think, doing his shit. He's getting it in. He is 74, though. Maybe he's one of the ones that's debuting over in that WES that the uh, authors of Pain are doing over in England. I fucking hope he's the Joker and takes the Owen Hart Cup. I think if Ric Flair wrestles the right, <laughs> the right opponents, that would be wild if he was the Joker. Um, I think if he wrestles... That'd be wild. <laughs> Actually talking about the Owen Hart I, I, never even, I never even thought about tossing that up. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, like, oh, fucking Ric Flair's getting back to the ring. It's like, whoa. Speak, speaking of this, how Martha Hart was on TV, for the own cup the other night you, you think she was real happy with uh darby allen going off a ladder in the middle of the ring down to the floor i mean that's kind of you probably shouldn't have done that in fun. the own heart cup they shouldn't be having a fucking hardcore fucking tables ladders chairs match in the motherfucking own heart cup anyway should have just been a fucking regular match between darby and should have been bobby Steve. fish or i mean uh jeff hardy should have been bobby fish fuck maybe, jeff hardy maybe so but either way but like, your boy rick flair fucking called jeff hardy out um, said he's uh now reached the greatest status because of that match yeah, okay uh because they both flopped on the chair. They <laughs> waited till the night of Dynamite to announce that at the end of the show or whatever, when that match was going to happen, that it was going to be fucking no rules or whatever. And it was like... A anything goes. Why? We got to do that when it becomes Jeff Hardy and, and Darby Allen. Well, if it ain't anything goes, no one wants to watch it. Are you sure? Yeah, let's watch them in a real I wrestling match. Darby and, and uh, CM Punk put on a real good match in September. Uh, maybe Jeff and him should put on a match where someone doesn't go through something and almost die. Like, Darby could have got fucked up on all them chairs when he did that spot. But, but they, they didn't go through the chairs. They both bounced off of it because neither one of them weigh enough to do anything to those chairs. <laughs> but either way, you can uh, just there's a lot of ignorant, high-risk shit they're doing with them guys. When, and it doesn't need to be every fucking week to the point where it's like, I don't even care to see them. I feel like it's... Let's see. WCW hardcore hack every Gimmick match, gimmick match, gimmick match, gimmick match. Oh, look, we get a regular wrestling match. So when we get to the pay-per-view, they're just going to put them in a regular fucking match, and then it's going to be like, oh, all right, well, that's cool, because we already did the tables for fucking the last six weeks. 
why wouldn't you have them in just a regular match and then save? Because they're doing shit backwards, just like the main event. The not first only thing that, that goes but on. it's a fucking tournament. So now, if you wanted to, a lot of guys could argue that how come they got to have a fucking no rules match and then I had to fight with the rules and I lost. What kind <laughs> of bullshit is that? Why how do they do you get? Know they're not. Why do they get special rules? How do you know they're not? Because they, why wouldn't they announced it about the other guys that have been in that they had no rules in their <laughs> matches? Why did they get special treatment? Because it's Jeff Hardy? No, it's because Tony that's Khan's not, a fucking wild man. That's not going to be the only fucking weird match That's bullshit is what it is. And they, they've done already fucked this tournament by, number one, having Adam Cole win on some fishy bullshit on his first match. <laughs> number two, having a fucking hardcore match in the middle of a fucking tournament. Now it's trash to me. It could have been a solid like, oh, King of the Ring style t- you're, tournament. You're talking about the qualifier for Adam Cole. Yeah, either way. They, 1.5, Bobby Fish lives in the Jeff Hardy in the first place. Either way, they... So, they so I was going to say, his actual they, first match with... In the tournament with him and Dax was solid. To, to me, they tried. They're ba- trying to bastardize it a little bit by fucking. Oh, we're, well, no rules for this match because it's Darby and Sting, and that'll be cool. No, it's a fucking tournament match. What if you got to do that for them? Then you got to do that for all the matches. Then then it has to become a hardcore tournament, or fucking everybody's <laughs> going through tables in every single fucking match. Right, we're renaming it. It's the Hardcore Holly Tournament. It's the Texas Death Match. They might as well at this point. Fucking Dr. Death Steve Williams fucking qualifying tournament match. (laughs) What the fuck? That's what they're talking about. Martha Owen Hart's Hart there was a fucking... motherfucking professional wrestler, not a hardcore wrestler. It should be a wrestling fucking tournament, not a fucking let's go through tables and chairs bullshit ass match. It's a throwback to Stampede Wrestling it, shit. And then it ended with a fucking... <laughs> we haven't even got that far yet, I guess, so I can't Because get... it ended with a wrestling move? It ended with a fucking roll-up? Yeah. Roll. Well, it was a crucifix that's a roll that's, up. That's Xavier Woods' uh, finishing move. Yeah, it's the roll. Yeah. But before that, I'm pretty sure there was even more devastating move through a table that someone could have got a three on, and they kicked the fuck out of that really easy, and then lost to a roll-up. He grabbed the trunks. It don't make no sense. He grabbed the trunks. It didn't make no sense. To I don't lose think the he did. Oh. I'm don't pretty sure that he just got either. rolled over, and Darby couldn't get out of it. That was it. <laughs> that was stupid ending. Coffin guy. drop, crucifix, roll-up, real quick. One, two, three. Could have been. Fucking like two other spots in that match where they could have ended it. Way I don't better. remember who won. Who won? Jeff. Jeff. No. Really? Right. It's Jeff. It's Jeff Hardy and Adam Cole. And now we're not round. even thinking about the youth. <laughs> we're thinking about fucking a mecha match between Adam Cole Jeff and Hardy Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Hey, yeah. We're going to do when Jeff Hardy beats Adam Cole. I'm going to shake my head badly because I don't want to see any older guy at all in the finals of this tournament. I want to see all the young guys going in. It, there shouldn't be an older wrestler at all in, in the tournament at all. I don't feel like they should have picked younger guys that... How old is Jeff Hardy? Too old to be in the motherfucking tournament. He's got to be... At least we 40. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. He's at least 44. At least 44, 45. Guaranteed. Yeah, I think I think Matt's like 48 and Jeff's 45, something like that. Means they're at the top of their game. No, they are not. And they show that they're not at the top of their game every <laughs> they, fucking week. They were at the top of their game in 2000. When they were destroying their bodies. It's like you said. I mean, Bobby Fish is in his 40s. He's just in a lot better shape. But they should have went with all younger guys. They should have let Darby beat Jeff and move on. I'd rather see Darby and Adam Cole than Jeff Hardy and Adam Cole. Should have been Bobby Fish, dog. He had the fucking, He had all the offense. Yeah. The fucking match was spectacular. Yeah. They didn't, and then two they, moves, boom, done. But they think Jeff Hardy they, puts the butts in the seats. They he don't, does, they I guess. Kind they of. didn't want to have to put... Hardy, or they didn't want to have to put fish against O'Reilly. Are they selling those sleeves, them stupid Jeff Hardy sleeves? Is oh, that why we're getting them? I don't know, buddy. I don't, I don't like Jeff Hardy. I don't keep up with them like that. AEW shop. I figure this motherfucker's on awshop.com. Like I'm not a fan of Jeff Hardy. No. I bought enough <laughs> shit recently. I'm just saying, are they selling the sleeves? I have no idea. I haven't been on their website in a while. I don't believe that for a minute. I haven't. 
<laughs> I seen it. What are you talking about, Ric Flair? I took his way off key. Well, I was trying to talk about Ric Flair, and then you got into the main course right away. It's not the main course yet. <laughs> well, I I think it's awesome, and if they put Ric Flair in the right situation, then he could totally have a well, decent match. And I know a, you tell me not to bring this up all the time, but before that, COVID canceled wrestling, it was supposed to be a fucking mixed tag match Hogan's, with Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. It's not going to happen. Hogan's body's too fucked off to be doing shit like that. I'm just saying, they put him I, in the right I, circumstance. I don't see him in the WWE Ric Flair ring. does all the work for him. I don't see him in a WWE <laughs> ring, but I could see him in an NWA ring, and isn't, I could see him in an AEW ring. Isn't Hogan younger than Flair? Barely. And if they were smart, and they can do it, they can do a Four Horsemen reunion, and they can have at least... Arn could come in and do his fucking his one spot, but Tully's still good. He never got to have his last match. And if Rick's still wrestling, they could totally have Jericho he, Appreciation he, Society. Are you going to bring in and the four, four horsemen? The four horsemen. There's only thing. Only two people left that are functionable for the four horsemen to wrestle are fucking Jeff Jarrett, which is probably ain't going to happen, and pretty Paul Roma. Where the fuck's Paul Roma been? Right? I don't know, buddy. Where has he been? Nobody knows. What about Sid? He, he was like the uh, Sid Vicious. Yeah, he was no, there for a dude, while. No, he was no. there for he was there for a cup no. of coffee. And Dean Malenko's too shaky. You can do Sting. Sting was, uh, Sting was there for a cup of coffee. Uh, Pillman's dead. Benoit's dead. Hennig's dead. Um, what's JJ Dillon, dog. JJ Dillon ain't no wrestler. I'm just saying they would be a four horse. They would come in and say four horse. Um, let's see. They're not. They're not going to bring. Uh, Eighty four and ninety five in WCW. They're they're not going to bring. Um, oh shit. Uh, old man in. Not JJ. The other one. When he's like 97, he's not coming in. He's not, he has nothing to do with wrestling no more. I don't even know. See, Ole, I don't even know. Ole, I'm sorry, Ole Anderson. That's his name. Just slipped my mind for a minute. They're not going to bring him in. He's uh, No, he says stuff. He's bad, he, they're, they're, he's mad at the wrestling world. Um, But there's Jeff Jarrett and there's Paul Roman. That's Paul the only Roman two. Paul Roman is a, such a terrible fucking That's choice. the only two dudes I could think they could bring in. Shut up. He's What wrestling. they would probably do is crown a new person to be with them, and then it would be Jericho Appreciation Society against Four Horsemen. Think about 2019. that. 2019. Let's bring in Double J. 2019, no. Roma returned to the re- to the ring to wrestle to Vladimir Moskoyov. So he still event, wrestles. At the event held by the Empire Wrestling Brothers. Federation. Dude, How we, about that? We need to hear him call sla- somebody slap nuts again. Motherfucker's in pretty good shape from what I understand. Last time I seen him on a documentary thing, he looked like he was still in good shape. Look up, some, I, look up some other horsemen so we can debate on them. Still had color in his hair. They're all fucking dead and shit. <laughs> Four. Sting. I guess. I said Sting. He don't count as a horseman to me, though. He was there for why? a cup of coffee. Cup Jeff of Jer- coffee, that's if why. If Jeff Jarrett don't count then. That's why I said I dope is not Jeff Jarrett, because he ain't wasn't there long enough neither. And fucking Mongo's got the MS. Like yeah, I Mongo said, ain't Pillman and Benoit well. are both dead. Uh, Dean Malenko's too shaky. He could come out for a segment and stand there. They would, I guarantee, if they were going to do something like that, they would bring in a couple young guys to be with them. on they had team. a reunion in 2012? I'm... Sure. No, I didn't know nothing about it. But okay. That would, uh, uh, or they could do Arn versus Tully. Or I mean, uh, Rick versus Tully. Old man match. Lex Luger. Iron Mike Sharp versus Rick. Can't bring in Lex. <laughs> uh, Barry Windham was a... Uh, he's dead, right? Sting, Sid Vicious, Paul Roma, Brian... Dude, Brian Pillman Jr. He ain't a horseman. Brian Pillman was. Yeah, but Jr. isn't. You're going to bring in a new horseman? <laughs> that would be how it leads to making a new star. He ain't got it yet. And I don't think putting him in that group is going to help him get it. <laughs> uh, 
Associates of the Four Horsemen. War Machine, Hiro Matsuda, Kendall Wyndham, Butch Reed, Michael Hayes, and David Flair. <laughs> so it would be pretty Paul Roma would be the best candidate for that spot. You said uh, you said Wyndham. You said two Wyndhams. Aren't they both dead? Yeah, well no. You, screw okay. it. Let's, you wanna just bring in Bray. Yeah, dude. He's a legacy. Bray Wyatt and Rotunda. Fucking, uh, That's a Rotunda. Bray his name Wyatt is Wyndham Bra- Rotunda. Right, Wyndham Rotunda, not Barry Wyndham. I mean, that's his first name is Wyndham. Not it's his nephews. It's their so, nephew. He don't. I don't think he's going to wrestle again, guys. I think you need to let that shit. I'm go. just saying they could make. I got half the four horsemen right there. Fucking. Uh, Same thing. Bray Wyatt and fucking uh, Bo uh, Dallas, Brian Pillman Jr. Those are two original horsemen. Fucking no, kids. But I could see them using Brian Pillman Jr. and since you and had somebody else since you had Barry, since you said that, I just clicked in my brain. Since you have Barry, <laughs> you have Barry Wyndham and Kendall Wyndham. They you could can uh, bring in Bo Dallas. They and could use Brian Pillman Jr. and Aaron Anderson's son, Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson. There's your two to help them against the Jericho Appreciation oh, Society. Try to get them two hug. kids over. Boom! Can't you see it happen? Shut up! Can't you see it's it happen? Why not? Dusty came in, helped fucking get Cody over back in the day, didn't they? Fuck it! Why not? Why not? We're okay. gonna hear the horseman music again in wrestling. I hope in mainstream wrestling we're I gonna get to have hear. my body shot. You almost, you almost saw. <laughs> you almost saw a horseman shirt today, but then I picked Warrior instead. It's a good choice. So, <laughs> no, Ultimate Warrior is fucking trash. Yeah, most of them are. From most back of, then, most of the warriors. No, no, he I'm, himself. I'm just, yeah, most wrestlers are pieces of garbage. <laughs> I said that about Hulk Hogan. His wrestling career was trash, too. <laughs> Hogan can't wrestle no more, buddy. I'm telling you, it's going to be Hogan versus Flair. I don't We're going to see it on our television again before one of them's dead. <sighs> Maybe in like a CGI match. I think Ric Flair is going to be the Dale Earnhardt of they could do a, WWE. Hogan and Flair could have a match. He's going to die in the ring. <laughs> Hogan and Flair could have a match, but it would have to be a cinematic match. I'm okay with that. Oh, dude, it'd be terrible. I'm 100% only okay. way I would watch it is if they had like in the middle I of it I was entertaining as fuck watching fucking uh, Ricky uh, 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 the fucking Morton uh, oh my gosh <laughs> Rock and Roll Express Rock and Roll Express Jesus uh, fuck I, I would uh, I would be more excited to watch that match if it cut to a fucking scene in a movie theater and a gremlin stood up and cut a promo on everybody like that <laughs> cut a Rick, promo for the gremlins movie right that could be dope. Him and Flair wrestle, and all of a sudden it cuts to a movie theater with a bunch of people watching, and a gremlin gets up and cuts a promo. Bray Wyatt comes up as the fucking special guest referee. And That's the comedy fucking... I want in wrestling. Yeah, right. Not Dan Housen. Well. Anyway. Dan Housen took his first loss in AEW. I'm glad. <laughs> he got squashed. It's good. But your boy hooks with him now. Wrestling <sighs> fucking Tony Nese, dog. What'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> I fucking hate Tony Nese. I don't like him neither, but it's fucking Dennis Danhausen. It's like me wrestling. He's the premier athlete. Come on now. He's trying to come off like the baddest. He's not. No, he was like a 205 dropout, right? He reminds me of Damian Sandow. He was a cruiserweight champion, I think, one time. He looks like Damian Sandow. (laughs) Like a midget version of him. Yeah, small like his little brother. (laughs) Like Ezekiel and fucking fucking, uh, Elias. Uh, Maybe WWE should have thought about that as an angle before. Which isn't Damien Sandow. That's uh, <laughs> uh, the dude in NWA right now. Yeah. Uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rex Stevens. Fuck, care about Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens. It's irrelevant at this point. but They're going to have to bring him back to play Elias. Nah. Yeah. I mean, that would be yep. funny. But I don't, right. 
I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he left. I think he burned bridges on his way out the door. Maybe I could be wrong, but I think he said some things I didn't appreciate. Okay, you got a rumor roll up for us. I do. The rumor roll up. All right. So on Friday night SmackDown, I don't know if it was this week or last week because I didn't even watch this week. Nope. Well, just I haven't talk watched about any wrestling this week. Just talk about uh, it, and I'll tell you if it happened last he, week or this week. He got fucking. Uh, he was cutting a promo in the back talking about his future, and uh, Baron Corbin took him the fuck out with a chair, so he could possibly maybe be getting written off TV for a while for a repackaging and be brought who's back. Who's he? Madcap Moss, homie. Oh. What do you mean who's he? You've been you sucking say, his dick for the last three months. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't say who you're talking about. I was pretty sure I said Madcap Moss. No, no. You, you, you're like he just got taken out. And... Oh, well, my bad. Madcap Moss got, <laughs> was, was cutting a promo in the back with uh, <coughs> no, on SmackDown. It was got, in the ring. Oh, it was in the ring. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, he got took out by Corbin. They lathered him up in the ambulance, took him away. They're they, saying uh, he might be getting written off TV and repackaged. He got hit in the back with a chair. Caleb Caleb Braxton was interviewing him. And then Corbin put the chair around his neck and took the Andre Memorial Trophy and dropped it on the chair. Hmm. So yeah, he, need, he needed medical help. Broken neck. I'm excited about that. I hope it comes back repackaged. He's got but he did this. But I mean, those two did the same thing to fucking Drew McIntyre at that day one pay per view when mm-hmm. they took the piece of uh the ring or whatever and fucking put the chair around his neck and slammed it on the ground. Huh. So Corbin, that's Corbin's new finishing move since somebody kicked out of the, uh, it's Drew McIntyre, right? Yeah. Corbin's trash. He's not as good as down on his luck. Broke ass Corbin. He just sucks all around, bro. He can't get over. <laughs> he just sucks. He ain't no good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I don't like my cat Moss anyway. Get him stupid suspenders and his little weird shorts off the fucking screen. He ain't Scott Hall as much as he thinks he'd like to be. I'm saying now he could come back as something more. As more something more terrible? More like Scott Hall. He'll just come back as a Moss <laughs> and they'll dress him like the fucking goddamn Toxic Avenger. And be Mad Cat. Or Swamp Thing. They like that Mad Cat name too much. It's stupid. <laughs> just because you ain't never heard of it before. I've heard of some shit called Madcap, but it's just dumb. <laughs> it's better than what it's he was. It's because it's two M's. better than Butch. It's Actually, two M's wasn't, is why. Wasn't, wasn't he Arturo Moss or something like that before uh, that? They always Fuck called him Moss know. since he hit the main roster. I don't know. Re- he was uh, Reddick Boss. Reddick Moss? Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking. That the, no, I'm thinking of Reddick Bo. That's a boxer. But yeah, uh, no, he was Reddick Moss because uh, there was see, a. See, they need to quit. Fucking there was an Arturos something else who's now wrestling on Dark. He got cut, too. Their fucking names are just the shits in WWE, bro. <laughs> the shits. Um, so anyway, hopefully he gets rode off TV. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> well, his neck, got, his neck got fucking snapped, so I'm pretty sure he should get rode off TV. I'm sur- it probably got snapped in Africa or fucking wherever they were fucking overseas fucking. Uh, when he got, remember when fucking Drew McIntyre flipped him on his head? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. landed on that shit? It's probably when he really broke that was, it. That was Bobby Lashley. I thought it was Drew McIntyre gave him up and over, and he came down. Oh, okay, yeah. Head, when they were, okay, yeah. When they were in Saudi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought you were. T- I thought you were talking about on the last. That's not Africa, by the way, either. I meant Saudi. It just came out of Africa. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I said, I, I thought I said were, Africa or wherever they went. I thought over you there. meant when you were t- they like a couple of weeks ago they went to England or whatever, and when the rope broke. Yeah, that yeah. was that was Lashley. So. When he landed on his head like that, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't really jack his shit up then, and he's just been putting off whatever for a while because they had storylines and all that shit to get right, through. Yeah, because WrestleMania. 
you know. So he's got his chance to wrestle at WrestleMania. You can go home with a bruised neck kid, or you can wrestle in like Stone Cold and fucking then go get your surgeries afterwards. Well, Steve Austin weighed like an extra year, but. You know. <laughs> um. So uh, we were talking about Ric Flair coming back to wrestle, and we got rumor on who he is going to be in a match with already. Sammy Guevara. No. Oh. Supposed to be supposedly it's going to be Ric Flair and FTR against the Rock and Roll Express and an unnamed opponent. I'm hoping it'll be Matt Cordona. And Ric Flair gets his oh, and Ric Flair gets his Rolex stolen. That'd be the shit. Wouldn't it be if if at the end of it that he beat up Flair and took his Rolex like Eddie Guerrero did and he starts wearing <laughs> it around his neck like a championship belt? <laughs> I think it'd be cool. I just want to hear the horseman music. Again. Who who do you think it could be that could be their other opponent on the other side? Could be t- nah, not it's gotta totally. be it's gotta be somebody young, right? That's what they got going on. Like Ric Flair's the legend and then FTR, and then if you're going to have the Rock, Rock and Roll, Roll Express, Express, you're going to have somebody young be the single person. Hmm. I have no idea. You don't know who it could be? Fuck. We'd have to think about it. I hope it's Ryback. No. <laughs> I think, I think, no, way, he, he way grew, Matt Cordona's moving no, his, he, doing he his thing, a, I think that would make perfect sense. He grew a beard and was a jobber against fucking Veer this week on Monday Night Raw. He is uh, <laughs> Joey, Joey uh, Janela. No. He's hurting legends or whatever right now, right? Is he? Joey Janela hurts everybody he wrestles. He hurt X Pac and somebody oh. else. I thought, fucking, I thought that was his gimmick right now. He's hurting legends. Mm. He's him. sloppy in the be ring. Be Nick Gage and be a death match. <laughs> Ric Flair finally dies. Dude, don't say that. He's. I mean, I I do firmly believe Ric Flair's gonna die in the ring. Maybe Ricky but... the Dragon comes out of. Uh, Retirement for one match of the Rock and Roll Express. I'm just against. hoping it's not in a storage shed somewhere. FTR could end up killing the fucking Rock and Roll Express. FTR's already wrestled them like this year, so right. But they, that's once. Not really, because the second it went time on they could get broke. It wasn't well, canon. It's not they, canon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the live show didn't count. Uh, I don't know. I think it would be cool if Matt Cordona was in the match. I think it'd make total sense. And he's young; he could help out with the FTR and the old men and shit. It's just going to be them selling for old dudes the whole time. If not, it'll probably be Andrade or some ignorant shit, though, to be honest with you. That's what I. That's immediately what I thought. Andrade? Was. I thought it'd be an Andrade Ric Flair uh, tag match or whatever. Him and FTR is kind of cool. He could be FTR. Well, then that's a Four Horsemen type of thing. That's just well, like yeah. having fucking. It's the brain busters. Your fucking... Right. We're still talking about the pinnacle. So. Like, the the pinnacle case, really is the Four Horsemen. That's the case. They just need to bring Rick and do the Four Horsemen. There you go. Like I said. Put it. The pinnacle has made it not fun to speculate it, about M- MJF and the Rock MJF and the Rock and Roll Express against Ric Flair and FTR. Um. So Sting has trademarked the term icon, and supposedly he's going to start selling energy drinks with his name on them. With the mask? Icon staying energy drinks. That's because he is the fucking icon. Uh, his, his Michael E. Dawkins is his the guy who filed it for him. I guess that's his agent, probably or lawyer, maybe. And his his uh, description says energy drinks containing caffeine. Energy drinks enhanced with vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. Non-alcoholic drinks, namely energy shots. So like five hour powers with Sting on. I'm going on the cover probably. Do you remember that commercial? Stingers. What's that commercial that was on TNT back in the day? What was uh, it was a Sting commercial? Oh man, was it for the like the little? St- I want to say it was for Mountain Dew or some shit. Or was that or was it Energy? Because a bunch of wrestlers did the Energy. Oh, uh, back where like the kid opens the door and yeah. Sting's. Yeah, I can't he remember. He beats what him it up is. all over his house. Right. I think that's a, a Coke commercial or a Pepsi. No, it's not a Pepsi commercial. It's a Sprite commercial. It's at the end of it. Sting opens up the Sprite and takes a drink of it. 
But he beats them. He beats the shit out of them kids all over that house. Shows them like taking the little kid, and, like dragging him across the <laughs> table and shit, and like throwing him around. Yeah, it's Sprite. At the yeah, end of it, I remember he pops up. But Sting's the icon, man. He so of course he needs to trademark the icon. He's, <laughs> come on, he's a WWE Hall of Famer who says, "Watch Sting." Never, 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 never. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Never held a WWE title. Was never in the Royal Rumble. It's n- never had a real WrestleMania moment. Never wrestled The Undertaker. He had the biggest WrestleMania moment ever. He NWO. fucking lost to Triple H. <laughs> NWO DX is what really stole the show. Come on. Scott Hall taking a bump and everybody going, ooh, is that such a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick Boogs is ahead of, uh, ahead of schedule on his, uh, his torn quad and patella tendon repair. Because he's a fucking animal. Um, it's a six to twelve months recovery, and they're saying right now six to seven. It's looking like for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he posted fucking, some stuff and said, "I I've got a leg that you completely tore your fucking knee up into your butt." <laughs> he said, "I can use the lo-, he said I can I can't use the lower extremity. You know what I'm saying? The horse leg. I've got I've got to let that puppy heal." It's about physical therapy as of right now. The goal this week for PT was 85 degrees knee flexion. Sticky Ricky accomplished 112 degrees <laughs> knee flexion in about a month ahead of crushing it, setting PRs. So he's doing good, and he'll hopefully be back sooner than later. You don't want people to forget his or name. Or he's going to rush it. Those motherfuckers rush that shit all the time, too. Uh, yeah, well, and John Cena, you know, he tore his arm and came back within right. like three months, and it was like a fucking six to eight month. He was at the Royal Rumble or showed up at 30 or whatever. Uh, I thought that shit was hell. Like, he's gonna end up fucking himself up again. He did <laughs> didn't that we know of, right? Right. Well, no, he's that man. No, he still did though, because he uh, his arm was like swelled up like a football, right? His elbow was. Oh, that's the reason he went to surgery in the first place. I just like he, Sticky Ricky. Yeah, that was a hell of a a strange name that he gave out, Sticky Ricky. <laughs> Sorry, I Sam, would say he shouldn't Sam, have done that because WWE Sammy, is probably going to send him back as like a cat burglar named Sticky Ricky fucking Boogs or some shit. It's all right. Sami Zayn has a new nickname that Riddle gave him, but we'll talk about that in the main course. Um, Mandy Rose has reached a milestone in NXT 2.0 at 200 days as women's champion. How's that a milestone? I don't know. Like Oscar <laughs> like held it for like two years. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez uh, only had it for 201 days. Um, Do they not count Oscar? Shayna Baszler had it for 548 days. Oscar okay. had it for 522. Charlotte 321. Io Shirai 304. Page 273. Bailey 223. Raquel Gonzalez 201. And it says Mandy Rose 200 plus. So that means obviously that she's going to continue to win. That's because they don't have anybody down there to beat her. Um, and then there's yeah, Sasha Banks at 191, Ember Moon 139, Rhea Ripley 108, and Kyrie Sane at 71. It's an interesting little bit yeah, of information for people if they wanted to know it. Yeah, I think there's only been like 10 women's champions in NXT. Uh, Virgil has announced that he has stage 2 colon cancer. Well, did he also in the same breath sense. ask for money? I don't know. I don't know. I can see if there's a quote if you'd like. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it has something to do with meat sauce. Okay. With something to do with meat sauce. So he said on Twitter, it's really shitty right now to make things worse. I know I have stage two colon cancer and I am a fighter, <laughs> but need your help. I cannot afford any of the medical bills and there will love you your support. Uh, PayPal.com. And I don't know if I'm not going to give That's out all the information. Up. I called that. 
Uh, there's a picture of him on Twitter. He's very skinny, sickly looking. He's got a mask on. So you can see how his hands are all. No, he ain't. What do you mean, no, he ain't? He's got stage two colon cancer. That ain't good for nobody. Who buddy. said that? Virgil did. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. That don't mean shit to me. Virgil's doctor told me he got so No. Mm-mm. He's just looking for money. So just, just the last month, Virgil announced that he recently suffered two massive strokes and has dementia. Motherfuckers had dementia for a decade. Uh, you know, he's, it says there's not. This says Virgil, uh, a reference to Dusty Rose's real name. I didn't know that. Yeah, was mostly used. That's why his name was Vincent when he came to WCW. I didn't realize that they were just fucking making fun of like, ribbing fucking Dusty Rhodes though. Uh, so he was mostly used as a mid card talent in WWE. Got over with fans and is best remembered for being with Ted DiBiase's personal assistant. He went to work for WCW after his WWE run, where he went by the name Vincent. A reference to Vince McMahon. Or our thoughts are with him at this time. And that's from WrestleMania. I don't believe it for a second. Think he's fucking running game or what? Yeah, he's got a mask on. He looks kind of frail, but you can't tell because the mask's on. In the same breath, he announces colon cancer. He puts his PayPal.com account out there. I mean, you know. Uh, and then the last thing I got for this week is Shelton Benjamin has announced he has an injury. For only the second time in my career, an injury has put me on the shelf. I'll be back soon. In the meantime, I will be putting in the work to come back better than I was before. My little setbacks. See you guys soon. Got to be honest with you, I kind of forgot he was still wrestling. They have him on SmackDown, I think, right? Uh, he's part of Raw. Oh, I was wrong. He's still He was still hanging out with Cedric Alexander. He still thinks he's part of the Hurt Business. <laughs> that doesn't exist. So, he... Came out during Monday Night Raw. I'm pretty sure with the whole Omos and Bobby Lashley thing that's going on right now. Well, the other thing I got is that WWE is wanting to push Raquel Rodriguez as their next top star on SmackDown, but I think everybody knows that. <laughs> I thought her name was Raquel Gonzalez. I changed it because her yeah, actual her, last name is her Gonzalez. actual last name's Gonzalez, so now she's Rodriguez. She smiles way too much right now. <laughs> it's fake smile you can tell she's faking it she's not that type she's more like china stone face i'm surprised there was nothing in your rumor thing about uh ted dibiase and junior and his, the other son getting sued by the state of uh that's louisiana been, that's been going on for a long time though yeah, yeah. but it, like the lawsuit's officially been done and all that i thought that was like that way like six months ago i did too unless they had civil court maybe they'd go to too maybe or maybe they finally just hashed out who owes what money where. Like maybe yeah, they're, they're getting down to the fine details. it's completely yeah. finished now or whatever, so they know what money goes where and shit. Hmm. That whole situation's weird as fuck. So Teddy might come back to wrestling then. He needs money. <laughs> it's like $3.5 million, wasn't it? Uh, in an interview he for did. Impro- uh, improperly using... Uh, government funding. I know he, they got his dad for a million five or something. He was on Chris Van Vliet's show here not too long ago, and uh, he said that he doesn't necessarily not ever rule out a wrestling comeback, but he said he doesn't need to or have the desire to, so I doubt it. I'm pretty sure he's going to. I'm pretty sure we might be seeing the million dollar man coming back to get some money to pay off what he has. Not unless Vince hires him for a Legends contract. I don't know who the fuck else. I guess AEW might hire him for a little. Well, I mean, he's still, got that, he's still got that Cameron Grimes thing going on. Ted DiBiase wasn't a full horseman, was he? No. I'm just saying it would be was, a younger cat that has a... He was in W.O. Second generation. No, he's talking thing. about old man Ted. 
No, I was talking about Teddy Jr. Nah, that ain't coming to fucking AEW to be part of the Four Horsemen. He ain't got Brian the swag Pullman to fucking. He ain't got the swag to be a Four Horseman. Dude, of the two, like I always thought, Teddy was more talented than Cody. Maybe, but he ain't got the swag to be a Horseman, even if he is more talented than Cody. Did you ever get to see any of that shit, Legacy? I mean, I've seen I mean, bits and pieces with what it's Cody and Orton. And... Well, when it started, it was Cody, Orton, and fucking you know Manu. What? You know what? You want to hold Ted back because he didn't want it. Right, right, right. If he wanted it, that motherfucker could be in. He could be up there with Randy Orton right now. Fucking him and Randy Orton could probably be fighting for the title left and right right now, still. Or Cody Rhodes even. Or who knows? You know, who knows really? But I think if Teddy wanted it, like Cody Rhodes wants it, then I think that he would probably be in a way better position right now than what Cody's even in. But he quit. It was Manu and Sim Snuka were the other two. He had a small run bad patch in WWE and decided you know what this shit ain't for me I'm going home <laughs> and they wanted him to be his dad who he's not and he should have just said I ain't my dad give me something else but instead he tried to do something he couldn't and I think he's just sour on the business I think when but... he left that he went out and had the million dollar belt again and shit didn't he yeah when he when he left the last storyline he did was he was the million dollar champion and Maurice was his fucking valet and then she was dating the Miz, and the Miz didn't like it or whatever in real life. And so then he broke up with her and kicked her out like a week later. And then the, for whatever reason, after that, it was like she was his good luck charm. Then after she left him, he kept he had like he lost every match. He was Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> and then he was like, "Fuck this, I quit. This ain't no fun." And now the Indie Mud Show report. All right, we'll go to the we'll go into the Indie Mud Show report, which we're winging in that motherfucker this week because I didn't write shit down. Because did I'm anything on, even happen? I'm on vacation, so I didn't write shit down. <laughs> uh, you didn't write it down. You got a clipboard right there? No, this is last week's. So I got a few. I got I got the cards from a few pay per views and shit that happened, so I can talk about that real quick. And uh, New Japan tonight, uh, Capital. Capital something. I don't know. It's their Washington D.C. show. Uh, main event, you got Tanahashi defending the United States title against Juice Robinson, Will Ospreay, and John Moxley. And John Moxley? Yeah. I thought I thought Juice was in Bullet Club now. He is. That's who's representing Bullet Club. Moxley is too? No. Oh. Moxley's in the match. I it's a, it's a fa- It's a fatal four-way match for the oh, United States title. Which originally it started two months ago at uh, Windy City, and Moxley called out Tanahashi, and somehow Osprey and Robinson got added to this match. But actually, Robinson got added because he attacked Tanahashi after he won the title and joined Bullet Club. And I don't know why the fuck Osprey's in the match. Uh, you had uh under siege. For Impact Wrestling last Saturday night, we have brand new Impact Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes, them boys. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Taya Valkyrie had a rematch for the <laughs> AAA Women's Championship, and mm-hmm. you had the debut of Maya Yim. Mia Yim. It's Mia Yim. On Impact? On Impact. <sighs> She came out to uh, save... Does she have a mask on that looks like Sub-Zero's but don't fit? No, she didn't come out with a mask on this time, I don't think. Mm. But uh, she came out to 
She challenged Deanna Peraza. She was saving Taya Valkyrie after Deanna had a beat down on her. Uh, Tasha Steele's uh, retained the knockouts championship. Uh, Chris Saban picked up the win. Alex Shelley picked up the win. Josh Alexander defended the title successfully. Shit, my bad, boys. Oh, you're good. Against <laughs> Tamahiro Ishii. Uh, they have announced one match already for Slammiversary, which is June 19th. Fatal five-way match for the Knockouts Championship. You got you got uh, Mia Yim, Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Taya Valkyrie, and Tasha Steeles. Wait, no, Jordan Grace and Tasha Steeles. Taya Valkyrie's not in the match, but Yim, Green, Perrazzo, Grace, and then Steeles is the match that they have announced so far. NXT 2.0 pretty much was bullshit. They started the uh, women's breakout tournament. Uh, Her name is Adrienne Grace. It's uh, Santino Morello's daughter. She had a debut match, but she had to take on Nikita Lyons. Pretty soon. Which, uh, she looked real good in the match. They, they... Had her uh, put in her chops against she's Lions. Also, she's also wrestled other people that are unexperienced. That's true. And they're probably fucking, uh, they're probably uh, working their matches like crazy before the show even starts. That way, they, you know, they know what they're doing in the ring and everything. I thought she looked, I thought she looked impressive. She ended up losing because I'm pretty sure Nikita Lions will be the one that wins the whole tournament. Jericho said on his podcast this week that nobody, especially in WWE, he said even in AEW, nobody calls their matches in the ring anymore. Really? He said everyone's too scared to do it. He said there's a few guys that know how to do it, but almost everybody works their matches before um, they go out and actually does their matches. Like almost all of your indie guys, your super kick parties, all that bullshit, they all go out there and they work that shit before, like they have their match before the people ever show up and have a match. <laughs> Speaking of that, did so you that's guys... how they're able to get all the spots and all that ignorant shit like they do because they have they do ha- they basically have the pay per view in walk walking mode during the day. And then have fucking the actual pay-per-view that night. Like, you know, when you walk yourself through a basketball or a fucking wrestling practice or whatever. Basically the same exact shit. Hey, Jericho said they're all too scared to do it. You guys did see the sign in the AEW crowd this week that said, can you please send the Young Bucks to wrestling school? (laughs) (laughs) So, to me, it's kind of makes sense that, boy, some of the matches go now that it's like, oh, well, now I know why there's these weird things that happen in the matches because they fucking tried to work it out before they came out and actually did the show instead of just calling it in the ring like they should. And then when something goes wrong, they don't know how to change it on the fly. But he said in WWE, since like 2006 or seven, they haven't been allowed to call it in the ring at all. It's always, really? you, there's like a, basically it's like set up producers, like, right? set up like a TV show. Basically he said they sit there and, and they work it all day long. And then that's how the match has to go. Like basically like how Macho Man used to do it. That's crazy. Like write it out and him, then you have him to and, uh, him get, and Ricky no, match. You have to write it out and then you have to remember every single step in that match to get what ring post to what ring post, what spots where and shit. And to me for a wrestler, how fucking hard is that? On him, top of that's that's WrestleMania's threes match with him and Ricky the Steamboat. I understand like, that, but that's not gonna work with every single that's not gonna work with every single wrestler. You know what I mean? Just doesn't. Well, I know. I was just making the reference of that's, and that's probably why WWE's got a lot of shitty wrestlers. Right. Reason Mantra did it all the time because he said it was a dance, and dan- dancers 
uh, I mean, it is. I've heard experience. a lot of guys say that about wrestling. Well, not nowadays, but old pro wrestlers yeah. have always said that. It's always a dance with your opponent in the ring or whatever, you know? And, and like, even Hogan, I've heard him say that plenty of times. Uh, Gable Stevenson's little brother made his NXT debut. It's weird that his brother's wrestling before him. He's uh, with Roddy Strong, it's new member of Diamond it's Mine. he don't got no commitments. He'll probably end up being better. <laughs> no Braun Breaker. Okay, he's good. he's still abducted by the monks and jo- and Joe Gacy. Uh, <laughs> they can't Fallon. be druids because Joe Gacy ain't a druid. He ain't Undertaker. It's got to be monks. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they're druids, but I'm calling them. Why monks. wouldn't you just put a bunch of dudes in like cheap suits and have fucking masks on them, ski masks like they're a bunch of mob guys? Because Joe Gacy's like a New Jersey mobster, right? So no, why wouldn't no, you? No, that's a... that's Tony Dan. Oh, okay. Well, never mind though. Joe, Joe Gacy's, Joe Gacy's the woke. He's the woke wrestler. Then he shouldn't have that. He should have like chicken clip, clip, well, clip doing, outfits and fucking. They're doing a whole like change of him. Yeah, because he was fucking buddies with Parker Boudreaux. They were all fucking nails, serial killers and shit together. Yeah, well, nails got fired. That is true. <laughs> Parker uh, fizzled out real quick, didn't he? What do you think he's gonna do now? Work at the local gas station. <laughs> According to him and his tweets, we haven't we haven't seen the real Parker yet. Oh yeah, good. Keep him inside. <laughs> I think the real Parker would be like the real Ryback. Uh, Fallon Henley beat whoever she wrestled Sloane Jacobs in the breakout tournament, so she's moving on. Pretty sure her next opponent is Nikita Lyons. Next week they'll have the other side of the bracket start. Uh, then in the main event, you had Natalia taking on Corey Jade. And uh, they ended the match. Fucking Bret Hart, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania. She she passed out in the ring in the sharpshooter. Corey Jade did. But the only difference is her face wasn't bloody and pouring blood to actually pass out. So you know what's bad about that right there? He probably really was hurt and crying in real life. Kurt Angle at '05. (laughs) Oh <laughs> six was when they let him go, right? Right, right. So, and, and then after Natalia got the win, and Cora woke up like three seconds later, Natalia helps her up and hugs her because she earned her respect. Oh yeah, uh, I can see that. So, Bar. also, also from the reports I've seen that this week's NXT is the lowest ratings that NXT has ever gotten on USA. Hmm. So, I knew it was down less than five hundred thousand last time I seen it. Better things to do. It's summertime, too. Like I said, better things Not to yet. do. Not yet. It's still spring right now, man. No, I mean, it's summertime. You should no. all the people I've seen out and about today. It's definitely it's, summertime. It's not June 21st yet. <laughs> it's still technically spring. Uh, that's the Indy Macho report. Like, the shows pretty much have sucked recently. <laughs> so, we'll... uh. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the uh, main course. Talk about WrestleMania Backlash and everything else this week in wrestling. I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even – like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at, so I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, messed up. actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public, 
will soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, ready to talk about WrestleMania Backlash? Best thing that I think that actually happened in wrestling this week. It was surprisingly good. Outside of Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think it was better than WrestleMania. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It was a it was a better. Head, Only match I didn't you know, like was Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss and, and Baron Corbin. That was still respectable. Off. But also WrestleMania had me wanting to turn off Baron Corbin's match too. So that happens because I don't like him. So he, he about put me to sleep. <laughs> I like that match. The women's match too with Charlotte and Ronda wasn't the best either. I think that was the best match on the card. No way. That was the first match that kicked it off. Cody and Seth was really good. Uh, I thought Edge and AJ was really good too. Uh, well, we might as well just start with how the card started, and <coughs> they kicked it off with Seth and Cody, which is predictable. I mean, it started started with high level. And it was solid all the way across, and they kind of just ran with it the rest of the night. It was kind of predictable a little bit. They could have had Seth go over, and it would have made sense for him to win as well. But I think they're wanting to make. Cody. Oh, they'd probably kill Cody then if they did that, though. Yeah, That's really, why they did. Because he beat him at WrestleMania already. If if they wanted Seth to win, though, they would have had to maybe come up with some kind of shenanigans where he could win and make it look like fucking oh somebody helped Seth, so that's why Cody lost. Not he just lost clean in the middle of the ring, maybe. Or do he it just way. or they just did it because <clears throat> then the next night on Raw they did exactly what they were gonna do and they had Seth show up and wreck Cody. I mean, they're trying to do some long term storytelling. You can tell already they're gonna try to run this all the way through Money in the Bank and probably till SummerSlam. I would say the storyline with him and Seth. Nah, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be a main event of Hell in a Cell <sighs> next month. Excuse me, Co- would, Cody and Seth. Wouldn't surprise me if they don't have them end up both being in Money in the Bank together and fucking. Then I w- I'm gonna assume that Cody Rhodes is gonna win the Money in the Bank. And carry it all the way to WrestleMania and cash that bitch in since he was on the preview. But if he doesn't, what does mean cash in? There, it's an automatic fucking. Well, no, now there's all these different reports coming out that Cody says that you can turn it into <laughs> a WrestleMania. What well, that? All you gotta do is catch Seth Rollins. Taught us that. Beat yeah. Brock Lesnar. I think that's what they were. I think that's what he was trying to originally say. He very clearly in the commercial states that the you win the money. That in, you win the money in the bank. No, Cody said it. Oh. He said, you win the money in the bank and you go to the main event of WrestleMania. That's what he said. It's a specific words. Because when he said it, I was like, what the fuck? Has he not fuck? seen money in the bank winners? Like, there's not a good history with but still, money like, in the bank what, winners getting over. What are over. they trying to do? The only, only way I can see that working is that it keeps the brand split. And they then have to split the belt again. Whoever wins Royal Rumble gets first choice of who they want to wrestle at WrestleMania. And then the one money in the got bank two winner belts. gets... Yeah, well, obviously this year, yes, that would mean Roman would have to wrestle two times Twice. on Saturday and Sunday, or it'll Which be a triple threat match. Kind of makes sense too, though. <laughs> or it'll be a triple threat match and have Roman lose one. one yeah, but, I, I, if they're going to do that, but they Roman have... now, Roman now has the Brock Lesnar fucking contract, so he gets to pick and choose when he wants to show up and wrestle. So. And if they have a three way match, then they could have Roman lose both belts without even getting pinned. 
Which then and then there's still a storyline for him to try to win both of them back or one back or have The Rock win one if that's what you fuckers want, which I think that's a terrible which, idea. Which the thing is, they realize... Cody win the other. They realize this year with WrestleMania that they don't have to put the main title in the main event of WrestleMania to be successful. And then I would put the Raw title on second night and have the big win with Cody on the second night. And if they're going to have The Rock win one on the first night, then just have... It's too dumb for me to even speculate anymore. But my thought is that they would probably have Roman beat The Rock the first night with a SmackDown title on the line, Universal title. And then the next night, Cody would beat Roman in the main event and take the Raw title the next so the, night. The so next the night, WWE would, Championship. And then it would be split and Cody would be the champion of Raw and Roman would go back to being champion of SmackDown. And then The Rock would go back to Hollywood and you got to see Roman beat The Rock and he solidifies himself as the fucking one at the top of the food chain for wrestling. So obviously, <laughs> we're talking about money. It's always going to be The Rock. Uh, or talent. Or... I think The Rock's probably always going to have more money than what... I'm going with Yokozuna. Even if Roman Reigns goes into Hollywood, he'll never make as much money as The Rock's made, even at this point in his career, and more money to be made as he goes further. Did you see now, and not trying to segue off, but we're talking about The Rock, so it's kind of wrestling. He's maybe going to be playing the fucking genie in uh, Aladdin 2. Fucking A. I guess. I thought Will Smith did a good job. But well, they ain't going to hire him back. Will, <laughs> Will Smith got canceled. Well, that's what I was going to say. He's on the unfortunate thing. Sl- but slap Chris Rock. You no longer get to be the genie. I don't see The Rock doing a good Robin Williams impersonation. I just don't. Well, but Smith I, didn't either. He made it his own. Maybe I could surprise well, him I mean, a little the bit. Ro- I mean, the, Rock, Robin the Rock was okay in the Tooth Fairy and all those other fucking movies. But so. I feel like it's like... The game plan. He's I can't a backup wait. Disney I wish guy Rock would have fucking been a genie in the first one. It's because Batista didn't want to do it. You can go in and CGI him. Batista didn't want to be the backup Disney guy, so now it's The Rock. <laughs> but fuck, The Rock's getting millions and millions to do that shit. And when The Rock knows, everybody knows The Rock loves his millions and millions. You know what I mean? I'm just ready for the 2032 election. The people and the monies. Next week. What? <laughs> you know he's old enough to actually run in 2024. Oh, right? you're talking about this, on his TV show. Yeah, TV, TV show. show. Yeah, I've been season finale up, next I week. I wasn't thinking about it for a second. It's been renewed up. for season three. Yeah, it's a pretty funny show. I they think. got rid of season one. Like, you can't go back and watch it from season one. Yeah, right they don't now. want you to. It's bullshit. Not on Peacock, not on Hulu, not on nothing. Not you gotta buy that show. That's because they, they're they gonna put them both on right before they do season three. They want you to pay for it. That's what they want. I would buy it. Probably don't you pay for pe- don't you pay Blu-ray. for Peacock already? Yeah, but it's not on there. Well, I'm saying they want you to go out and buy that shit on Blu-ray or get on Amazon Prime. Blu-ray. Buy it. No, nobody want no. Anybody but pushing Blu-ray that's sales? That's what dog. they want. That's how they get yeah, more they money don't... out of you. <laughs> who the hell still, watch that first who the hell season, still buys buy DVDs it. and Blu-rays? I don't even have the ability to watch Blu-ray. I was looking Blu-ray. for Blu-ray today. Fuck off. I know they're <laughs> sitting right there. Uh, I used to have a lot more of them. Yeah. Well, I sold my Aliens quadrilogy. I want it back. <laughs> but I found another one that's got all of them in it. Not the Aliens vs. Predator terrible movies, but all the Alien movies, all six of them. I want it, but it's like sixty bucks. It's too much. I want it's it. Ten, it's ten bucks a movie, man. That ain't too much. I don't need it. I just want it. I don't need it. You know what I mean? It's one of them deals. I won't buy a movie unless it's five dollars so, or brand new. Well, I'm waiting for like PlayStation to hit me with or a fucking pretty much thirty percent off because you got PlayStation Network and fucking or Xbox with their Gold Pass shit because they do it all the time <laughs> with movies. Anyway, what the fuck were we even talking about? Cody, oh, it was Cody and Cody Sam Max, and then uh, we got way the fuck off base. Uh, All that alien <clears throat> shit's on HBO Max right now. No, it isn't. I looked. Uh, I'm, having a, I'm having a week, bud, where I've been on a kick. I watched a documentary, and now I want to see the movies, and I can't <laughs> unless I pay money. All right, then uh, next match you had uh, Bobby Lashley and Omos. It was a good match, man. 
<clears throat> I thought it was a real good match. I thought fucking Lashley looked awesome. I thought it looked like he was going to win the match the whole time. That They definitely sold it, right? For, for it made almost look strong. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and to me, like I, I predicted Lashley was going to win. I remember I predicted he was going to win when we went. when we were. Just, and to me, like it made sense for him to win because they've had him on this comeback ever since he's been back from his injury and he's per- been beating people. But also, almost, it made sense for him to win, too, because... He's a he's fucking a monster. giant monster savage, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Bobby will win this coming Monday night on Raw. It's going to be Omos and Bobby in a cage match, so MVP can't interfere. Bobby still can't get him in the, Omos end up in pinning the him. Hurt Locker. If, if Bobby don't win, then Omos will end up He put him, him in the Hurt Locker. Omos ain't climbing out of that Almost. cage. Almost. He ain't climbing over the top of that cage and getting out. It's stupid to have him in a cage match. That's ignorant. He's a big man like that, and you're going to put him in He can probably grab the top and pull himself up. Doesn't matter a cage match anymore. You can pin him in the ring and win. That's what I'm saying. But a big man in a cage match is stupid. Needs to go back to where if you're going to do a goddamn cage match, it's not over until the person climbs over and hits the floor. I don't know. I just think that's a hey, terrible that's idea. I just realized I had a pin attached to this motherfucker that I almost just threw across the room. Yeah. You don't put a big man like that in a cage match. You just don't. He's big enough. He's the attraction. What the fuck? Kind, you need to kind of like when you put more. King Kong Bunny in a cage against fucking Hulk Hogan. King Kong Bunny's not like seven foot nine. No, but he was like. 350 pounds. He ain't climbing he's that much. Mat. He's close to, he's pushing five. Almost as your attraction. You don't need to I was put trying a to be, ring around I was him. trying that's, to be nice. That's <laughs> like fucking putting a Putin Jobby prison cell around fucking Great Collie. You don't need to. He's big enough. <laughs> it's scary enough having just to be in the ring with that fucker as it is. I'm already. the only person that likes the Putin Jobby prison. Make the stipulation that if Bobby Lashley gets out of the ring, the match is over. He has to stay in the ring and can't get out. <laughs> All right. That's just scary to me. Now you're stuck in there with this big fucker till you win or lose. <laughs> Can't get out and get a breath. Right. And then you had uh, Edge and AJ Styles rematch from WrestleMania. Yeah. I thought it was a good match. Uh, the ending was a dead giveaway, but um, up until that point, I mean, the ending it kind of did the same thing at WrestleMania, I guess, didn't it? Yeah, because Damian Priest showed Came up. Came out and fucking, I guess it was almost the, be- the same the best part, of the match. Ashley walked into the room at that point to, <clears throat> to watch that, or... or the kids were going to bed, so she was in there, and she's like, oh, it's the Edge and AJ match? I'm like, yeah. And the person came out wearing the hood and all that and threw him over, and she's like, who the fuck's that? I'm like, it's got to be Rhea Ripley because no you guy could tell is that small. Yeah. It was a dead giveaway who it was anyways because they did a, a far-out shot on her, and you could see it was her boots, her wrestling boots is what yeah. she wore to the ring. The <laughs> thing is, it still said the nightmare on her fucking pants. Well, either way, it had the boots were the yeah, big ones yeah. that she wears the ring with the fucking bu- bu- buckles on, and Michael Cole kept going, "Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" And he said, "Guy" so many times that it gave yeah. it away that it was a female. Danny Brian, Danny Brian, Danny Brian, Danny Brian. When did Michael Cole like? I don't know if you guys noticed it as much as I did, but like all night long, he was asking Pat McAfee why the wrestlers would be doing stuff. Like, aren't you the professional? And Pat McAfee's the guy that just came in from football. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're. What the fuck you're, is you're, going you're, on over you're there? You're the play-by-play guy. McAfee's color. Come like, on, Pat. Now. What have the wrestlers got going on right there? I just don't get it. What? You've been here since Jr. Man. <laughs> How the fuck you don't get it? And Pat's trying to explain to you what's going on. That shit just didn't. I don't know. I like Pat McAfee and him and Michael Cole are decent together. But Pat, like Michael Cole, shit so so dumb. It, and you, you know, I've said He's a thousand. Trying to figure out how to keep up. I've said it a thousand times. Like ninety percent of wrestling is the the announcers getting it over for you. And if the announcers can't get, I think that's part of the pandemic. The announcing was so bad that it made the wrestling bad. There was no crowd for the pandemic. Right, but the announcers are still be good enough. Jr. was announcing for Monday Night Raw with no fucking crowd, <laughs> and I know you know because you watched Sunday Night Heat with no crowd, and Jr. got that motherfucker <laughs> over, did he not? I mean, not nine in and J- out though. 
JR. Talk about Mondays and fucking Thursdays, bro. JR was good with the limited crowd at fucking Daly's place. But I'm just saying, they, their announcers now are not good enough to get the wrestlers over well there's shows. a reason why and there's a reason why and on burke was with wwe for if, three weeks they before they replaced of, him with jimmy smith if they got rid of everybody and just kept pat and fucking Corey graves they would just they would end up just fist fighting each other before the show was over right and that's a great announce team because you got one arguing for the heels and one arguing for the faces and then yeah they're both color it, it'd be like me and you talking about hockey the other night right it would be good <laughs> announcing and then on the top of that pat mcafee's the type of guy who talks about their fucking college background he does a little jr commenting if you notice when he gets into it he talks about their past and who they are gives them little nicknames and there's a little bit of king and jr both in his announcing and then you got Corey graves who's just Corey Graves, he's out there kissing ass all the time pretty well anymore. I mean, <laughs> only, ca- only to the heel. And I mean, a little bit. On depends on what show or how you catch him, I guess. But to me, he's more of a a good version of Jerry Lee King rather than a he's heel. He's getting ready to come back to wrestle anyway. Well, I mean, the main, the main event when it was the Bloodline, it was Corey Graves, <laughs> Pat McAfee, and Michael Cole. Like they took Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxon, like okay, go to the back. They should just get rid of those two guys and just right. have them guys, and then Michael Cole eventually retire and have just if Pat wants to keep announcing anyway. But that to me was a that that helped a lot with that main event, and that was one of my favorite matches on the card that night, which we'll talk about I guess here in a, a few minutes. But because of the announcing was so good, and I feel like that's a good part of wrestling is the announcing and. AEW's got decent announcers when they don't totally see see that too much, but well, you, mean, you mean on Dynamite, not on Rampage. Right, definitely not on fucking Rampage for sure. You got you got Ricky Starks who doesn't say shit. Chris Jericho screaming his brain is out about dumb shit. You got the man in the mask, and then Taz. Say William Regal's their best like, announcer. Like literally, the literally they could just do Excalibur and Taz on the booth for fucking Rampage. <laughs> Or originally, you brought in Mark Henry and Big Show to be commentators. Give them a fucking shot on the booth. Yeah, they've never been on the booth, huh? Not on actual TV. They I do, ain't seen Big Show on TV at all. They do dark. One does elevation and one does... Uh, he came out the night he was announced. I've never heard nothing out from him again. Tony Schiavone and uh, Paul White do elevation and then Excalibur and Taz do dark. That shit don't count. It's not. not well, no, I'm saying that's that's the only place that he ever does it. And, that's weird. And all Mark Henry does now is it's time for the main event. <laughs> all right, I think that's enough. Yep, it's enough talking. And Mark Henry ain't been putting a lot of fucking it's time for the main event into it. He's just been saying it's time for the main event in the last couple episodes. <laughs> like I got two more years until Vince takes me back. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of juice behind all of it. I don't know if Vince is going to take him back, though. Hey, I don't know. Good. Uh, what, then the we had the women's match for the SmackDown Championship. I quit between Ronda and Charlotte, which, for what it was, it was Dude, good. I honestly thought it was the best card of the match, as far as suspension built and everything else. Nah, I still like Seth and Cody the most. <clears throat> I quit matches... I mean, I didn't think they could pull off an I quit match, and they did, and that's a hard match to pull off. That was clunky looking. Uh, whenever they had the microphones down there, they didn't do a very good job of enunciating. Like, if you want to watch a good I quit match, you go back and watch Rock and Mankind at Royal Rumble. That's the greatest. That's what you fucking measure it up against. Even though they ended it the way they did with Mankind faking the fucking I quit right. or whatever. <laughs> Um, they had another one they did with, um, I believe it was Triple H and The Rock on Monday Night Raw at one point in time. 
If not, it was at a pay-per-view. I can't remember specifically. But it was another really good I Quit match. And it can be done if you do it right with the microphone and shit. But it has to be one of the other wrestlers holding the microphone up to the other wrestler's mouth. Not the referee fucking holding it seven feet off. (laughs) Are you going to quit? Are you going to quit? And they're trying to say this over here while I'm trying to wrestle over here. Give them the fucking mic and get the goddamn referee out of the way. The referee shouldn't even be out there. What do you need a referee for an I quit match for? You don't. <laughs> right. Until someone says I quit, there should be them and someone holding a microphone for that reason only. And when I want the ref, hand it to me. Or the mic, hand it to me and the ref should stay the fuck out of the way for the rest of the match. The ref was down there like dictating whether they should hold the fucking thing for the five count or not. Why? <laughs> the fuck you in here for? I did like it when the Charlotte put Becky, or not Becky, put Ronda through the uh, guardrail and was doing the like. <clears throat> Uh, Cobra Clutch I, I, I didn't like when they went into the crowd at all. It looked no, bad. Dude, I loved it. It looked terrible, man. The punches look bad in the crowd. They need to work on their working punches, or maybe Ronda just needs to come to class more. I don't know, but it looked bad. <laughs> I didn't think it looked bad at all. That I was that part. That was of the, part I, I thought that was the I worst that part of the match. Particularly fucking vicious. Uh, I thought that was the worst part of the match when they went out into the crowd. Um, and I didn't care for when she tried to give her the arm bar when she was like hanging halfway off the apron in the corner with the post that was my favorite part it didn't look like it was painful at all what do you mean it didn't it look like you're gonna take an arm bar off of the apron i guarantee it's painful it, the way charlotte's body was positioned you could see that it was just like her arm she was like laying on her side with just her arm hanging off it just didn't look like she was i don't know man. <laughs> to me the whole match let me do that to you i guarantee it hurt my knock is they the both... The thing it hurt would probably be because of the body weight, hold, trying right. to hold your body weight. And that would just be you pulling my arm, not like... not Stretching fucking, it as hard as it could possibly stretching stretch. Stretching it back to break it, just stretching that's the, it that's forwards. The, that ain't that bad. My biggest knock on the match is they both said bitch way too many times. Give up, bitch! Well, <laughs> I can't say the C word. Well, So, I mean, bitch is the next best one. And it's PG. I can't you're, go much more uh, than that. You're a fucking... Somebody else. There was a match. Was a WrestleMania match that somebody is up in arms about. The c word. No, it wasn't the c word. Oh well. I mean, calling each other bitch and shit. Oh, I that don't bother me. That was still Charlotte and Becky, or Charlotte and Beyond, or Ronda. Fuck, women be can't even think of who's in the match because it's PG, man. We can't say anything. Ronda worse needs than that. to take her ball and go back home. You can't say anything worse than that. It's PG. You can't. She can't call her slut. She and then it was a surprise ending to me. You like, know, those words aren't allowed because unfortunately, society. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair ended the match with a broken. You can't call a chick a slut on fucking. Radio, yeah, I don't need you to explain bone. it, asshole. And get us canceled. I mean, you gave me a look like you. No, oh, like you I mean? can't believe you're saying it on the fucking microphone. I just said they can't say that stuff anymore. Because unfortunately, 90s. the world fucking yeah. We can. We're explicit. <laughs> so. World wait, has got, we have gone softer. It has. America's the world has. The United <laughs> States has gone softer as a as a world. Whatever you want to call it, as a fucking. It's no longer the Attitude Era. No, it's not. We are now. I would in call the it compassionate. PG era of uh, United States is what we're in. We're trying to. Some of us are going to get future <laughs> endeavored, bud, because we can't handle it. <laughs> I know. Congratulations <laughs> to Ronda Rousey. She's the new SmackDown Women's Champion. She broke. She broke Charlotte's arm like she said she would. Did she? I mean, no, she's, she's getting, getting married. Get, <laughs> she's, getting, she's getting wrote off TV because she's marrying Andrade. But I thought they already got married. Nope, it's a uh, Memorial Day weekend, two weeks from now. They don't speak English. I thought they had a wedding ceremony or some shit on. Uh, they may on, have had a private. Online. They may have had a private one, but now they're having the party. Mm-hmm. The official wedding. Either way, you think he's gonna walk up there and be like, "What happened?" <laughs> I hope so. And then you had the Moss and uh, Corbin match, which. We've already touched on it multiple times. 
I better see Ric Flair knee drop a coat at the fucking. There better be videos of the wedding and Ric Flair out there knee dropping Rick a coat. Ric Flair is up. unpredictable right now. I bet you they sir. all do the Ric Flair drip at her wedding. Ric Flair is making me so nervous, dude. I bet they do hey, the drip at her g- wedding. This, this is gonna be the best part. Who who gives this woman to be married? Woo! <laughs> He's gonna do a little dance. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. Fucking fingers. My old man flop on the floor. I might do I that. See him, I might do I that later. See him do the old man flop. Uh, what if he goes? I'm giving her away. I'm days. not giving her away. I'm giving her away. I'm not giving her away. And starts taking his clothes off and like <laughs> handcuffs himself to the fucking pew. And they're like, sir. The white coats come take him away. It's all storyline. All right, man. Driven in the desert. It's all storyline. <laughs> Main event. You have the bloodline taking on R.K. McIntyre. Kane helps him escape. <laughs> Where the fuck did Kane come from? To help Ric Flair escape from the crazy home. All right, well, we're now we're moving on to the bloodline and R.K. Drew. I mean, it was. I thought it was a really good match, and I don't like six man tags. I don't, I don't care for tag team main events at all. Drew like I said, a good amount of it was the. Uh, I think he looked out of place. It was Drew was in the out mine out. Um, I, I I like the announcing. Like I said, that the announcing kept me in in Like this is the first pay per view I've sat through and not like almost yawned out and passed out of on it. Even though he skipped over Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin, I guess nobody. Because we talked about it like ten times already. <laughs> they suck, and nobody cares about them. I said, "No, I do." Reshed light on the fact that that was a terrible match. <laughs> it was it a almost good match. Made me turn the whole entire pay per view off. You just don't like his suspenders. Um, That's style, dog. I don't like either of them in their match or their wrestling. Like style, when you pretend to them. say like fucking people like Dexter <clears throat> Loomis and shit is over and shit or some shit like that. that. Just goofy shit. You tell me that shit all the time. Where like people are like, "Oh, get over, it, dog." Orange Cassidy, motherfuckers are over, dude. Blah blah. blah. Madcap Moss. Say that shit fucking hard, Madcap dude. Moss is the truth of that statement. <laughs> like he's over. That's the style that they fucking no, wear. That dude ain't over. Fucking yeah, yes, he's for sure. Know. He's got talent and yeah. a bright future. I don't think he's fucking over. Like you think he's over though. Fucking and I his Scott Hall statement had me out on him for sure. Done with you, Jack. He looks a little like Scott Hall, dog. His wrestling style is nothing like yeah, Scott. It's Hall. almost exactly like Scott no, Hall. Isn't. He's way more beefier than Scott Hall. I don't even think he's the same. No, have you watched any AWA fucking uh, any old WCW before he became fucking uh, Scott Hall or Razor no, Ramon? Razor Ramon. Yeah. He looks just like Mad Cat Moss no. with a mustache. He looks more Maybe like we'll Rick, looks mustache. more like Rick Boogs, I think, than he does Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> he had like a he had like a fucking like a like a fro, bro, almost. He had like my dad's. Way to circle back around to shit on Mad Cat Moss again. He had like Dale's okay. haircut. He skipped past. He skipped past it a little bit, and I just had to go back and. Like, that was intentional. Well, I didn't skip past it, but you've talked about it like five or six times on this you don't podcast. Want anybody else getting the word in edgewise? Cause you just shit on him every time he comes in. He sucks. No, he doesn't. Both of them do. Baron Corbin's got a sideways belly button. And you ain't seen it in a long time. It's because they make him wear a shirt. I know. <laughs> you ain't seen it in a long time. <laughs> it's a scary lone wolf. That's why. All I know is I came back and we were talking about Mad Cat Moss, and I'm sitting here going. Do you guys already run out of stuff to talk about the bloodline? No, Clint didn't have enough time to shit on Mad Cat Moss. We had to circle back around. That's because we already have like six times in this podcast. <laughs> I'd be glad we had to one more time. But uh, but no, it was outside of that. Like I said, the announcing helped get the shit over a lot. And and the match itself was really pretty good. There was a I mean, super was, kick. There was a little bit of a super kick party. You know? But they Usos do that shit. Uh, so the Young Bucks. The Usos do it better. I, they do. I will agree. <laughs> but I'm saying now fucking people can't be bitching. Too they, much. Thing is, this, in they've this, always done it. In this match, I liked it because, like, Roman took a few finishers. Everybody got their times and spots. And even even this pay-per-view, like, from start to finish, every match had you invested. It was only six matches. They were all solid. It was only three hours. 
I want to call it great though. I mean, it's 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 wrestling paced the way it should. Everything is expected. Maybe they're not as fucking terrible. Hey, as over I've the last saying. over the last two and a half years, this is probably the best thing <laughs> they've put on. I don't like that Roman has to take everybody's finishers all the time. Neither. Got to no. make him look strong. Man, no you just want to be Goldberg. I mean, he's a, a eclipse Goldberg at this point. I think. <laughs> Thing is, every time he took no the way. every time he took Roman Reigns on Nash Bridges. Thing is, every time he took a finisher though, he wasn't the legal man, so Goldberg he just rolled Nash, out of the ring. And, Goldberg wasn't on. Oh, Nash that was Stone Cold. Steve Austin, bro. He, Goldberg's on shit though. Universal Soldier. Uh, listen, Goldberg and fucking Roman Reigns together will never be as over as Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm telling you, dude, Goldberg was no. over as much as Steve Austin was in the same time period. I ain't gonna get into that argument with you because you'll lose. You already would because you would just argue Jade Cargill, who's 31 and oh, or 30 and oh. She's next Goldberg. I think I it's your she, old age. Was, I think it's your old age here. You've got a Goldberg appreciation. I didn't. Her. I didn't. I didn't say loving she would Roman be Reigns, loving Jade Cargill. I didn't say she'd be Steve Austin. He'll never be another Steve Austin. Well, no. Steve Austin came. There's Steve a lot Austin. of wannabes like Hangman Page, Stone Cold <laughs> Light. He don't even drink beer no more. Took his beers away from him because he's got a title belt. Ain't that sad? Yeah, I know. And the bad part is he, he's too little, too late. Let's I mean, go. Let's go right to the ring and you, don't impress you, me much. you ain't got you ain't got shit to say. So let's just flip off CM Punk and leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean he he showed him who was boss on the mic. But um, outside of that, match, <laughs> like, like literally, the only thing that can happen is you have him beat Punk at fucking. If you have him beat Punk at double or nothing, that's where the heel turn happens, and you get the heel turn that Hangman was fucking pretty I much. Think it'd be a te- turn at this point. It'd, it'd be, be te- showing some personality. It'd be teasing from like two years ago, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to turn heel on the elite, and the rest of them are going to stay face." I think, and it- then the rest of the elite turned heel and he stayed face well i think if hangman page did that people would cheer him instead of boo him like they'd want a boo reaction because cm punk's like a good guy or whatever and if he had kenny omega come out and help him beat cm punk it should be a fucking squash match i think people would cheer and before they hear adam boo, page's name like, again. Oh, adam page is terrible but, but people would be cheering him and it'd be the opposite because they're going into the june pay-per-view and he'd be back with his buddies so they want to be makes- booing him they'd be no responsing him still like they do now but they would cheer because because he's there's, bland there's quite a beat they- Dude, they wouldn't cheer for cowboy him. shit is over. Adam Page is not. I'm saying well, that's what I was gonna say. There's a shit ton of signs and cowboy hats. They wouldn't cheer for him. They'd cheer for the situation that it puts cowboy in with fucking Kenny Omega coming out to help him beat CM Punk. Then it puts him back with the Bullet Club. And they're Kenny about, Omega still hurt. But listen, they're about to have their reunion at fucking whatever in June or just September. Okay. Kenny's, forbidden door. Kenny's too busy fucking giving V triggers to fucking video game people. Right he could now. run out and trip somebody real quick and fucking caused CM Punk to lose the match and they could get in the ring and hug and then fucking there's everybody your, would go there's crazy. Your boy, there's your boy Flair. Because when AEW started, they were the tag team champs and everybody fucking loved it. Nah, SCU was the first tag team champs. Well, but that ain't what I'm saying. When They, well, yeah, they were saying, the worst version of the Elite, yes. Um, but when they all fucking get, watch, if that shit's to happen at this pay-per-view and Kenny Omega or somebody like that comes out and hops out on page, instead of him getting booed, everybody will fucking cheer because it's that's the way the fucking world works with wrestling. Anymore, or dude. CM Punk just becomes the new AEW world champion. That's what I hope happens. Yeah. I really do. And a squash match. I don't know about a squash It's not going to be a squash match. Tony, two minutes. But Tony pays way too much money to be on pay-per-view. He likes Adam Page too much, too. And it's CM Punk. Give him more respect than that. He needs more than fucking two minutes to beat somebody. Hey. Because at the end of the night, whether you're conscious or not, you're going to be shaking my hand. Same to WWE where we have fucking cartoony That's matches that does. fucking last three seconds. Bro. No, yes it is. What other Tony Nese and Danhausen? That's a fucking but goddamn... There's squash he, matches two or three every motherfucking week. Danhausen and Tony Nese. 
And you're going to, that's. Yeah, what cartoony matches are on Rampage? There's at least fucking, there's like I'm always jobbers. This motherfucker has to look up jobbers all the fucking time. Matchup wise, you'd think that that's going to be an actual match? Tony Nese and fucking Danhausen? No, I watched it. It didn't. It wasn't. You thought it was going to be before that? You thought you were going to see Danhausen do some wrestling? No, moves? and just like I don't think Kenny or fucking Hangman Page, I think more of Danhausen than Hangman Page. <sighs> I wouldn't even do that to him, but I don't. I don't. Hangman I, I Page think, is fucking talentless. I, Honestly, I he's got a buckshot lariat that kind of looks neat well, and a time, fucking cowboy right. shit chant. That's the thing. He I is was bland say. on the fucking mic. He is bland in the personality department. He is bland in the fucking moves department. That's the thing with his move. Fucking is it's a timing thing. If the timing's off on that main that that last move, it's fucking like CM Punk's timing was off on it the other night when he and he looks like a weirdo dressed too. Like he's got no parts of being a professional wrestler. Not the mic. Stuff. Not the fucking move. Not the look. He's definitely a dime store cowboy with the outfits that he wears. You know what I mean? Squash match, go away. Let's see fucking CM Punk and Daniel Bryan for the fucking title. I'm still just going to let you guys keep arguing because he's been the champ for eight months. I'm not <laughs> arguing. I mean, I, I I just think that if he does do that and, and joins back up with the Bullet Club, people will cheer instead of boo. I don't know. I think they'd be wanting the opposite reaction of what they were doing because AEW has the weird crowd like it does. I don't think he gets a reaction. I think that people would like it more than they would hate it. And yeah. CM Punk. Let's, let's wait until June four or June 15th and see if he's still a champion. Shows up to the show. Let's see if he pops. Also, you know, CM Punk shot down the uh, him and uh, what's his name fighting at the Forbidden Door. It better pick at. up or I don't even want to fucking go June 15th. It's well, you're still paying fucking... me to go. <laughs> what, what's the dude's name that's Kenta? CM Punk said him. They're yeah, that never happened. He said they're definitely not fighting in in September. That's so bullshit. We want to go to sleep. We just to go to sleep. I they don't like each other because of that, I though. I think. Primo, I think that's it. Well, let them fucking fight. They don't. That's why you'll never see Kenny Omega or fucking uh goddamn Claudio Constigliago or whatever his name when is, and Evan, fucking and Eddie Kofi Kingston King, fucking in the same match together. I still think he's gonna be the Joker. Constigliago or whatever hell the fuck you say it. Right, we'll we'll just move on to Monday Night Raw. Uh, I think it's the guy that made the, it was the voice of the Homer Simpson. I'm hoping it's Ric Flair now. He said <laughs> that shit. It won't be, but it'd be so dope. It's right. gotta be. So it's going against Samoa Joe. So you have to think it's gonna be somebody that's probably wrestled Samoa Joe before, or is in at least the, you would hope the same class as Samoa Joe to Cesaro, put up a decent match. Cesaro and ROH. Like I said, that's gonna cause problems to Eddie. Who gives a fuck about Eddie, fat bastard? I don't know, man. A lot of people like him. Yeah, they like his promos. He can't wrestle. He I looks mean, backstage, tired. I he think. Sweats a oh lot. yeah, he really definitely sweats a lot. I think backstage, he's, people like him though. So that's a, <laughs> it's Tony though, man. So he has guys disappear for six months at a time. I guess he could have Eddie go <laughs> away for three or four months, and then when he comes back, have <clears throat> Claudio go away. You Claudio, you doing it with Miro right now? You want to jump to Monday Night Raw so we can. Finish that off so we can go talk about AEW. I'd rather keep talking about AEW than <laughs> talking about Monday Night Raw. I can just run through it real quick. <laughs> nothing really happened under all that's fucking other than the main event, I suppose. Let's see. Monday Night Raw. RK Bro wants to go to SmackDown to challenge the Usos for their real unification match. You done lost me on the unification match. You haven't promised it to me. You took it away at the last minute. Don't give a fuck about your belts. Happens, next, fucking... happens next Friday night on SmackDown. I bet something happens to stop it. In between there. No, uh, I can't unify them. Will they, won't they? No, somebody gets beat up before then and fucking yep. stretchered out, and then they'll lose the titles fucking because they both weren't in the match at the same time, or one of them will have to defend it by themselves yeah. or some kind of ignorant shit. Co- Cody got a uh, United States title match against Theory. Um, 
Rollins interferes and ends up giving Cody a curb stomp on the announce desk. So that keeps building Cody and Seth. I said they do that shit right. They could run that for the whole summer, culminate that all the way till SummerSlam, and end that bitch at SummerSlam, having them go off in different Be- directions. After Becky's that. Becky Lynch is pissed because she hasn't got a rematch for the Raw Women's Championship yet, but Asuka gets a qualifier match against uh, Asuka and Bianca. If Asuka beats Bianca, she gets a title match. Uh, that, oh. was, that was the main event. Something else we didn't talk about earlier, but we should have Lacey Evans coming to Monday Night Raw to be supposedly the next women's top heel, right? We're on Monday Night Raw right now. Yeah. Right, but or that, that would have been a part of the rumor report earlier. Yeah. Yeah, because they debuted on this show. No, she didn't. No. Oh, she didn't? It's it's, it's rumors. They know that it's happening, just nobody knows when and why or where. But to me, that's really dumb to turn her into a bully bad guy after you just had her cut vignettes about how she was bullied and fucking all this shit as a child and all these beautiful things they said about her and all these... Not really... I mean, as far as when she got in the army and then she talked about how the childhood she went through, the things she she had to go through with her dad and all that. She had me sold as the next Hulk Hogan, though. Right, and now they're going to bring her to Monday Night Raw, and guess what? Who's who's Hulk Hogan on Monday Night Raw? Bianca Belair. She's the EST, right? So they have to have the opposite of that, and Lacey Evans is pretty good at being a bad guy. They're going to bring in Sergeant Slaughter to be her valet. Sergeant Slaughter, that's what she'll be. This ain't any W. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, that's terrible. You maggot. Did the same thing with Emma. Okay, I got to jump back to <laughs> RK Bro real quick, though, because I did forget. They did defend the tag team championships against the Street Profits. They retained titles. Main event, you had Asuka versus Bianca. Asuka wins. She gets a title shot. Becky interferes and wrecks both of them, which sets up the feud that's continuing between Asuka and Becky. And. Bianca doesn't have a challenger right now. Uh, Rhea Ripley had a match on the show against Liv Morgan. Seth got or Edge got a haircut. <laughs> Looks like yours. No, this doesn't look as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> he liked the poor boy version of it. He don't like the. He didn't like the. Uh, it's just like Twig and Berry's look in the hair. No, his fucking. He looked like a fucking dirty hobo edge is like a fucking <laughs> three on the sides and like a fucking whatever on the top he got, he got, he got he's the got the rhea ripley haircut <laughs> he didn't shave his down like everyone else does his is like they just cut the hair real short on one side and then cut it a little short on the he top. doesn't look like a crazy <laughs> hobo anymore so i like it nah, i think he looks worse now i liked him with the crazy hair and the big old beard i'm done i'm done with wwe stealing clint's gimmick he uh yeah he, first they took his brock so Clint changed it up a little bit. Nice. Now Edge fucking trying to. Uso stole my mullet too. <laughs> well, no, they took it. A st- they took it a step more. They they dyed half of it red. And yeah, it's curly. I, I didn't put red hair in mine. I red dye in my hair. I <laughs> so ju- Judgment Day. I have to though. I don't. I've already been kissed by fire, bud. Judgment Judgment Day <laughs> has a third member. So. uh and they're continuing the storyline of... Did she ever give a reason why she joined the group? Because Edge... She don't have to give a reason why. That's yeah, the whole deal. Edge, Edge convinced her to join the group. I don't have to give you a reason why. Go back, to, go back to brutality. Sorry, I asked a logical question. Yeah, this, Monday Night Raw. You know why? Because that's her brutality. And now she's the eradicator and fucking... Uh, what's the other one? Damien Priest. He, 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 yeah, what's his name? It's something... The Punishment. Yeah. He's the punishment and she's the eradicator. Their judgment day. Sounds like a fucking Superman gimmick to me, bud. I'll give it a little bit of time. Be like, you know what it is? Are you are you are you the gatekeeper? Because I'm the keymaster. You know what, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what it is, don't you? It's that revolution gimmick they were trying to run a few months back whenever the COVID was going on. There's no, there's no there throwing. Revolution gimmick? Hey, not revolution. What was the name of the group? Retribution. 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 There's no throwing Molotov cocktails at fucking cardboard boxes yet. They don't yet. have to because now they got to edge to run it the way they wanted to before the pandemic hit off. And he said, nah, dog, I'm staying home. <laughs> Watch. Mustafa and Wasn't he hurt? Mustafa Ali. And, yeah, supposedly, but he filmed a movie in that time too. So you tell me, was he hurt? <laughs> Who was hurt? Uh, Watch Mustafa Ali. Pandemic. Watch Mustafa Ali join their group next. He tore his bicep in the match with Randy Orton. The greatest wrestling match of all time. I call bullshit on it. At the last yeah. backlash. Filmed the movie. <laughs> filmed the movie in that time too. The torn bicep. Uh, and then uh, watch they put Mustafa Ali in the group. And then eventually uh, T-Bar, which he, which he lost to uh, Tommaso Ciampa on Raw with uh, the Miz as a guest referee. Interesting. Things keep going to my mind when you flash it because I don't have anything wrote down. So it's like, oh, flashbacks of what I saw in Raw. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's weird that Ciampa's going to angle with the Miz, but it's WWE, so it makes sense, I suppose. Well, he laid out... It makes sense because it makes sense. He laid out Ali the week before, so... Hmm. Oh, yeah, well, they got to have... I forgot they had him and Ali in the very first... Was Ali's first match? He... No, his first match was against The Miz or whatever, and he beat The Miz. And then he wrestled Tommaso the next week, right? Yeah. And then ever since then, they've had a thing, because they don't know what to Who? do. Who? Tommaso, Ciampa, and Mustafa Ali have got a feud going, because they don't know what to do with either of them. And they got three <laughs> because, hours. And they yeah, because they're, pay, they're paying both of them, and they haven't decided to cut them yet. They got three hours to burn on Monday night, so why not have them? And then The Miz was a special referee for their match. Which I'm pretty sure next week you get the... Uh, Insane. Two-hour... <laughs> you get the, the two-episode debut of Miz and Miz's. Nice. I bet you Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes end up on it at some point. <laughs> Has Brandy been on WWE TV yet? No. Uh, yes, she has, but not like not live TV. But not she's home. on Cody Rhodes' documentary for when he comes back. To, she's yeah. underneath the ring, she, telling him she good has, luck and giving him kisses and hugs before. Like he she goes hasn't. Out. She hasn't actually been on wrestling TV. She's been on whatever that documentary was they made for Cody when he first showed showed up. I back. didn't know they had a documentary. Oh, uh, the uh, twenty-four hour. 24-7 or whatever. That's not a 24-7 thing. It's something... It's not very long. It's only like maybe 20, 20 minutes, something like that. But it's all his, like, kind of behind the scenes of right before he goes up. Not anything oh, before that's 24, that. right? No, because his thing was he was locked in a room with a hoodie on the whole entire time. And I remember what it is. There's some show he was on on WWE Network, and it just shows that little spot real quick. It's not Austin's podcast either. It's something else. Hmm. But maybe when this is over in a minute, I'll look for it, but... All right, SmackDown kicked off with uh, RK Bro showing up on SmackDown, like they said, challenging the Usos, which uh, Randy Orton told the Tribal Chief to get his ass out there to his ring because the Usos are bitches and don't make decisions for themselves. Technically, Orton's been around longer, so it is his ring. <laughs> Sami Zayn came out. Legend killer. Because wearing a bloodline shirt. That makes sense. Because he, he's the locker room leader for SmackDown, and he... Represents the bloodline. He's got red hair. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. which at that point, R Riddle goes. You know, Sammy, your hair reminds me of the color rust. So from now on, I'm giving you the nickname of Rusty. And then the whole crowd starts chanting Rusty, and Pat McAfee called him Rusty the rest of the night. So uh, Sammy Zayn's now Rusty. Hmm. <laughs> uh, which Orton goes all right. Sammy, so if you are making decisions for the bloodline, he goes, how about you give us the tag team unification match? He goes, I put my boy Riddle against you, 
Riddle wins, we get the tag team match, and Sammy goes, I guess I could do that. And then he goes, but it ain't going to be tonight. I'm going to get out of the ring. I'm going to go talk to Roman. And Paul Pierce comes, or not Paul Pierce. That's fucking Boston Celtics. <laughs> Adam Pierce came out and goes, actually, really like that idea. He goes, I can't answer for the Usos in the tag team match, or tag team titles, but he goes, I do want to see Riddle take on Sami Zayn, and that match happens right now. So we got to see Sami and Riddle, which honestly was a real, real good fucking match. Riddle went, Riddle won with the Bo Derek. Uh, then it went to a backstage segment and the Bro Derek. That was a Bro Derek. I said Bro Derek. Oh, I said Bro Derek. I said Bro Derek. That's yeah, definitely who you know. It's named after. <laughs> I mumble. <laughs> uh. Then it went to a backstage segment with the actual bloodline. And Roman's like, well, we'll give them their answer tonight. We'll let them know or whatever. Uh, let's see. Gunther beat the shit out of Drew, Ga- Drew Gulag again. Uh, they had Ricochet on the show, at least holding the Intercontinental Championship. Just hold it. Just hold it. Um, let's see. What else happened? Uh Kofi jobbed out to a uh, Butch. You had a women's tag team championship match: Sasha, Naomi versus Natalia and Shayna. Uh, Naomi and Sasha are still tag team champions. Um, Raquel Rodriguez came out to the open challenge that Ronda Rousey issued for the SmackDown Championship, which is also a real good match. Uh, Raquel looked strong. Strong. Ronda, still champ. She rolled her up, but she put her in the arm bar and then rolled her over into a pin and yeah, won. Say that's how it kind of made sense in this match. Yeah, they actually used psychology for once. Jeff and Darby <laughs> just ignorant roll up. There's too much <laughs> trash in the ring. I'm just gonna roll you up real quick. And then uh, the show yeah. ended with the bloodline coming out to answer RK Bro. So next week we get to see that unification match for the tag team championships until something comes up next week. But that's how SmackDown ended. So moving on to AEW. You done scratching shit that we can hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what show kicked off first round match. Owen Hart cup. You had Adam Cole and uh, Dax Hardwood. Unless you looked at the graphic that they put up and it was Dax Hard Dude. Hard Dude? Hard Dude. I didn't even see it. Well, it wasn't actually on TV. It said Hardwood. But like the graphic that they put up promoting it on all the social medias, it was (laughs) D-A-R-D-O-O-D. Hard Dude. Hard Dude. (laughs) Which uh, I thought was a real solid match. Adam Cole and Dax worked. There was a couple botches in it. A couple good botches. <laughs> Still thought it was good for what they were doing. He at uh, one point went to get back in the ring. Dax did from the outside, and he slipped and fell off the side of the ring. And it was noticeably like he slipped and fell on the goddamn ground and then rolled around down there and tried to sell it like it was his ribs were hurting so bad he couldn't get back in the ring. <laughs> like he went to grab the rope and didn't have a hold of the rope and then went to pull himself up and just fell backwards onto the ground. And then Adam Cole yelled at him to get back in the ring, and he finally got up and hopped in the ring real quick. And then there was another. It's when he was selling. When he he had Adam Cole in the sharpshooter. When he put had Adam in it before Adam Cole put him back in the sharpshooter. 
I fucking can't remember. He did something, and it. I mean, you could uh, just that he. There was a. a, a he said, I think it was he mouthed. Are you? What? 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 How, what second you gonna reverse it or some shit like that? And somebody caught that and slowed it down and replayed it or whatever. And I seen it back and then I watched it back and, and you can actually see it once someone showed it. You know what I mean? So there's just little small things that kind of happened in that match and sometimes that shit happens. I don't, maybe those two dudes just didn't mesh I mean, well together had, with each other. I mean, you had a tag team guy but taking on a singles that's wrestler. What say. He's not a known singles wrestler, so that I know of. That's what but I said I liked it for what it was. To to me, like. With them hurt ribs, bro, I would have had him go all the way to the finals on that hurt rib story. And That's you just could agree like Bret Hart. But you could have gripped the crowd with that hurt rib story. <laughs> Bret Hart used to sell the knee all the time. But yeah, in that tournament for the title, fucking or King of the Ring, was it? When he won the King of the Ring, Bret yeah. Hart, yeah, he hurt his right knee yeah. or something. It was no, always the right knee. He just came with the ribs. Was it? His ribs taped ribs. all the way to the finals. But either way, to me, like that would have been a good story. Tag team guy <laughs> becomes a singles wrestler, gets his ribs hurt, goes all the way to the finals. Maybe he don't win the finals, but makes it all the way to the finals. And everybody seems to like, you know, the FTR's over fucking pretty good with the crowd right now to me. I mean, everybody cheers the fuck out of them when they come out. And just respect-wise, they've done a shitload. That would have been cool, but, you know, obviously Adam Cole, so... What are you going to do? They got to give him the push. <laughs> like like the year that Billy Gunn won the King of the Ring, they should have probably let X-Pac win it because they had him going in with a hurt neck and fucking he was injured or whatever and he made it all the way to the final match with his hurt neck and everybody in the whole entire crowd the whole time was like, oh my God, he's going to win, he's going to win. And then he didn't and everybody was, fuck this. And then Billy Gunn obviously didn't do all shit. All right, well, since he him. brought up Billy Gunn, I might as well just jump to Rampage because... <clears throat> we talk about his rookie of the year? No, because... The acclaimed, <laughs> no. the acclaimed and the Gun Club are now a group together, with Billy as the yeah, leader. You guys seen him do the thing? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. no, they did even more this week. He's, he's like, okay, we gotta try to get the real scissors with this fake. That he's means like, he's that like, means he goes, okay, we gotta come up with a, uh, we that, gotta we gotta come up with a uh, handshake or a symbol or something, and of course, Austin, <laughs> Papa, 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 let me. I got. He goes. They start to do the suck it, and he's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> he that, goes, that means they need BG James for their group. So that means... Uh, BG James. So, so then... Can't uh, be Road Dog. So then Max Caster goes, I got an idea. How about we go like this? And they do the scissors. He goes, perfect, we got it. And then he goes, okay. Conan's around. You could almost do three live crew. He goes, we're going <laughs> to need a uh, a catchphrase. Of course, Austin again. He goes, Papa, 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 I got, I got, I got. He goes, how about, if you don't like it, we got two words. He goes, no, that ain't going to get over. We can't do that. He goes, so of course, Max Caster goes, how about, hey, listen. Perfect, <laughs> we got it. And then they all scissors and it goes off air. Hmm. So. I don't give a fuck about Rampage. It was on 4.30 in the afternoon. I mean, they all wear pink and shit, so <laughs> it works. I'm probably going to go home and watch it now, but I, I ain't got time. In, no, you're I'm, not, you're I'm not got, drinking, dickhead. <laughs> I haven't got to watch Rampage yet either. Um, but. You know, it's Billy Gunn, bro. He's the rookie of the year. <laughs> right now, you guys are going to have to help me. What happened after Austin or Cole and Harwood? Uh, <laughs> you don't have your list? You don't have it wrote down? No, I don't. I'll look it up, I can't remember the exact order how things went. Well, fuck that. it. Well, it's not even going order. <laughs> uh, what you had, you had the uh, Wardlow contract signing with MJF. That was pretty good. Actually, I'm pretty sure the next thing that happened, you had CM Punk taking on John Silver. And then Hangman Adam Page came out to do commentary. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And I kind of didn't pay attention because I can't stand John Silver. 
CM Punk won doing the Buckshot Lariat. Pissed off Hangman Adam Page. He came uh, to the ring. Like I said, the timing was off, though. So the Buckshot Lariat looks shitty. Hangman flips, off, Hangman flips off CM Punk because he didn't have anything to say, and then CM, it was over. CM Punk, <laughs> CM Punk cut a promo on him. Well, yeah. The you're gonna beat my ass or whatever. And he said you're gonna. He said you're gonna shake my hand whether, whether you're, you're conscious or conscious not. or unconscious. It's bad. And then it went into Wardlow and uh, MJF. MJF. It was okay. Second, I love Wardlow's entrance. Um, I I kind of like what they're doing, but once again, I don't. The contract signing shit's ignorant. It's stupid. <laughs> don't. You don't need all that. You just don't. If it's that big of a deal, Here, and here's he's... the here's the worst part of it. You have Sean Spears in the ring holding a fucking chair. He did the tin thing. Yeah, and he did it again on Rampage. Yeah, that's. But uh, he's holding that chair as Wardlow's beating the shit out of all of the security guards. Just smack him with the fucking chair, then, and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not paying attention, you're a shitty chairman. I, I think that's kind of the point a little bit it is and now we time. get him next week in it why are you gonna put yourself in a steel cage match because with WWE Ma- well, well no Matt Ross doing it with Omos. well no it's <laughs> it's sean spears taking on wardlow in a cage match right. with mjf being the referee you just put yourself in the cage with wardlow you dipshit handicap match oh, it's a good way for them to take sean spears out so there's nobody else left to get to for wardlow i think i think MJF, mjf goes over MJF and fucking Sean Spears go over. I think Wardlow power bombs the fuck out of him, and then he gets rode off TV, and then it just ends up being Wardlow. Which he put, MJF he put Mark Sterling through a table this week. <laughs> he just got out of his neck brace too, and now uh, he, and now he's back in it on the rampage. Is he good? Yeah. Fucking. Uh, that's gonna be. That's a Jim Cornette type of thing, ain't it? Right. So he'll be in and out of that fucking neck brace for the rest of his career. Um, but uh, but no fucking. Uh, if I was them, I'd fucking let Wardlow destroy out fucking sean spears write him off tv so then the only person that he's got left between him and mjf is security guards and mjf's on the run till the pay-per-view <laughs> and they could do all kinds of shit where mjf's just constantly running from wardlow till the pay-per-view gets here i mean and he already kind of is and he's just got people in, in between him what now if he's only got security guards and no backup because ftr ain't helping him and fucking M- and uh sean spears is gone who else was there in there Tully blanchard he ain't gonna help who else was the other guy in that group oh wardlow so MJF would have nobody for to, to watch his back unless he hired somebody. And at this point, they could say that, well, nobody wants to go against Wardlow because they're all scared to look what he's done to Morrissey and every other motherfucker that stepped in the ring with him. Who's, who are you going to hire? You know what I mean? So, But you know what was real cool but that they didn't, we didn't talk about? Before they went into the Wardlow and MJF thing, they had a Dark Side of the Ring parody yeah, with MJF and fucking about the MJF and CM Punk match. And I was at first, I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And Jericho was, and yeah, Jericho's like, "Wait, this is about MJF? Fuck that guy!" He's like, like "Wait, how much is he paying me?" <laughs> All right, then, and he keeps on going. Yeah, that was a really cool thing that they did there. Um, Which, speaking of your uh, boy, Mark Sterling wearing the neck brace, how I said he was wearing it on Rampage, and they had a segment with the baddies and. Jay Cargill's like, what the hell happened to you? And he takes the microphone and starts to say something. She's like, nobody gives a fuck, Mark. Give me the microphone back. <laughs> she don't need Mark Sterling at this point, really, to be honest with you. And Smart Mark was kind of an okay thing for her at the beginning, which I thought she didn't really need him at the beginning, to be honest she with you. She doesn't. She's always been able to talk, so I didn't feel like and she needed Now she's got two midgets with her? She's got the baddies, bro. Yeah, <laughs> two the two midgets. midgets. She, baddies. She's like a foot taller than both of them. 
you realize Kara Hogan's like four eleven. She's Jade, six Jade's, foot tall. Jade like should have been in the WNBA though. So no, there's that. Yeah, she played college ball and shit. I'm pretty sure she could have went to the WNBA and decided not to. Six six foot's college a little too short for that. WNBA. What's that? <laughs> college is probably harder than the WNBA. I would imagine, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was supposed. Not to when you got to go against like a six foot ten Brittany Griner. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I look it up, but I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that yeah, she was a basketball she, player. She could have went to the WNBA and just decided not to. Um, Ain't enough money in the NBA or Tony, WNBA. Tony Storm and Jamie Hader wrestled each other in the women's quarterfinal. That was a good match. That was about the only decent thing on the card, I think. I don't know about that. I've seen a good match, and I'm really critical about a motherfucker all the time on AEW. And I've said I don't like him a lot, and I actually was in, enjoyed the match that I watched him in this week. Who, him? Oh, my God. What the fuck are you talking you about? You guys looking at each other like you don't remember the match. Uh, Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy, yo. You right, you I went know. to Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. How the fuck are we talking about Jungle Boy and I Ricky said Starks? after that match. Oh. I said there's another one oh. that really surprised me I just like when J- they don't usually give Jamie Hayter any respect, and I think they gave her a little respect this week. Yeah, I think a little bit more than what they normally do. You usually have her getting ran over by. She's kind of the bump. She ain't been on TV in a minute. Well, she takes the bumps for people a lot. Ever since I like, seen her and was like, oh, she's decent. She ain't been on TV again. <laughs> She's with Britt Baker, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's yeah, usually she's, taking bumps she's for Brits, her. Right. She's Britt's enforcer. Which people still doing the DMD, Dick. I know you said that'd be over with after she lost the title, but they're still doing I didn't it. say that. I said that's the only thing that is over. I'm, she's not actually over. I'm pretty sure that at one point in time you said that that which, was all going to go away she when goes, she lost the title. She goes against the Joker next week. I don't think that Thunder Rosa's <laughs> getting over as a champ. Her, her run ain't no better than... Britt Baker. They ain't done nothing with it. That's the they haven't had a single women's champion that's been over. They haven't done nothing with it. That's why I think she won the title and then she ain't done nothing. But, Come on, uh, you've had Rio. Who do you think is going to be the women's joker? Candice LeRae. You know, everybody's going hard on John. And she's Green. probably just still trying to recover from having a baby. That was two months ago, three right. months ago. You're putting her in the ring awfully soon, cowboy. Is that Johnny Gargano's old lady? Yeah. Yeah. You think it's going to be him and the men's and the women? They've both left to spend time with John. And I don't think you're going to see them until like two months, like the end of the year, maybe. And it it could be one even, before they come back. And it might not even be AEW; it'd be like Impact, and then where he used to wrestle anyway, or wrestled there. I think pretty Gargano and Loray both wrestled in Impact, didn't they? I know she did. I don't think he did. I don't know where Gargano's from. ROH, right? You just said Impact, motherfucker. Yeah, but I know he wrestled in ROH, too, but I thought he wrestled in Impact. It might have just been like a match or two or some shit, maybe. But but I could be thinking Austin Aries, because he does kind of look like... I don't like know him. how fucking Brent don't know where he's from. Austin Aries a little bit. You guys well, always be sucking that Johnny Gargano dick. Oh, no, dude. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Albatron was reportedly involved in an incident at Caz Lucha Libre event in Monterey, Mexico. According to reports, Patron was instructed to arrive at the arena by 3 p.m. Instead, he showed up more than two hours later. The promoter of the event, Alonzo Botello, told his security team to not allow El Patron into the backstage area. When El Patron and his entourage eventually showed up at the venue, Patron's brother, El Gio de Dos Caras, did I get that right? Caras? Shouted about the promoter creating issues only because there were cameras around. He claimed Botello was disrespecting Patron and only wanted to make a news story. Show up on time, asshole. In this video, which can be seen below, Patrona is forcing his way backstage, so apparently he tried to force his way into the show. 
says he did still compete at the event later, uh, but they had to smooth things out before they let him go into the venue and things. So apparently a deal was struck. Motherfucker mm. goes around causing controversy everywhere he goes, don't he? If you're supposed to be there at 3 o'clock, show up at 3 o'clock. But you know what? At least he stays relevant. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And he presses good press, right? You no. figure out where Johnny's from. <laughs> he says he, no. He ain't really from nowhere. He started off at Cleveland. He ain't from nowhere. Cleveland All-Star Wrestling. Sounds he did, like uh, The Undertaker to me. Jakira, Dragon Gate. He did... Uh, Everybody did that Dragon Gate. That's what like. I'm saying. He's like a true, true indie, and he really didn't go anywhere and do anything. Until he, he had a tryout with an NXT. So he's kind of a NXT homegrown. Where is he originally from, though? So he's homegrown in NXT. His very first match was in Cleveland Associated of Wrestling College. Don't give his home, like his home, home where he originally came from, Death Valley. Well, you're wondering what town truth he's or, from? Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I was trying to talk about promotion, Doug. I thought you meant like he just like came out of nowhere, like nobody even knows where he was fucking born. All right, from. Jungle he's Boy and uh, Ricky Starks, FTW title. He looks like he's from Cleveland. <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever. I thought it was a good-ass match, and I don't like Ricky Starks. I didn't watch it, to be honest with you. Jungle Boy's Ricky, always looking Ricky's smooth. talented when Ricky wants to go. That Jungle Boy talk on the mic's a little strange to me. Kind of sounds like this a little bit. I mean, they they got to let him start talking eventually. Yeah, they I do keep, every now and then, everybody and they keeps, stop him. Everybody keeps thinking Christian's going to straight fucking turn heel at any second on him, too, because of the promo or whatever. He's been acting weird around him and shit, but still yet to still yet Still to hasn't happen. happened. Good match. I think they need to let Ricky Starks lose that FTW title, or they need to do something with it. Oh, no. It's annoying to me that he fucking defends it for no uh, reason all the time. There's, like, no point in it whatsoever. And it's, like, just about like anytime Ricky Starks wrestles, we're going to put this belt on the line just because. I don't think he's a good wrestler. Oh, yeah, they were building up. He's, they're like, he's defended this title seven times. Right, but for what? Till Hook decides he wants it, there ain't no point in it. <laughs> and even when Hook gets it, there's still there ain't no point in it. There wasn't a point in it fucking 20 years ago. It, well, there was an ECW, but no, there was really. a storyline that they wouldn't let him win the title, so he made his own title, and then, fucking Mike, pe- and then just, people had to beat what, him Mike, for it. Mike Awesome wouldn't defend the title against him? <laughs> and then Sabu beat him for it, and it became stupid after that, and fucking then it became... 30 different motherfuckers had it like the 24-7 title once Taz was done with it. It was stupid. But the FTW title, they need to give it to Hook and make it mean something or they need Take to get away. rid of it. Yeah, And replace it with a belt that actually and means actually, something. actually, Ricky Stark can go with him. I'm, well, not, court, I'm usually to, not his biggest fan, but he didn't do bad in this match. And I mean, maybe that was because Jungle Boy, they're both the same size. Rochambeau didn't look bad. I mean, according <laughs> to Tony Khan, he's got, he's got new titles coming. Not just the trios title, but he's got other titles coming. They're probably all giganticized like the other it's titles. European title. They look like they're fucking supermax titles. He too, leans too hard on that Japan wrestling shit. He has the giant mecha titles he tries to put on everybody's shoulder. That's like fucking. It is getting nine watered down with ROH being there. They're gonna have to start doing monthly pay per views, like I said, or something, because they keep pushing that shit both ways. It's gonna get so over impacted with title or matches just, that it ain't gonna or be. Or just straight up end ROH. Well, I should have done turn, that turn the ter, turn the Ring of Honor television title into like somebody tried to put the bull in the head of that company a while back into, into an AEW belt. This, this they had to milk that con titty first. Straight reminds me of when NWA went down and they were just showing their shit on WWF program all the time, <laughs> and then eventually WWF was like, "This shit ain't gonna work. You're just gonna be WWF superstars from now on. Suck it up and get rid of your title belts." <laughs> some of them said, "Fuck that, we're leaving," and some of them and stayed. Then, and then what main event? You had Jeff Hardy and Darby, which we've talked about on the show already, but we can keep talking about it i think you can trim the fat with some of them fuckers around there still yet i think there's some people around a still be cut yet and then they can have to worry I'm about still waiting for ruby soho to fucking do anything besides she, debut. she won a match on rampage is she still in the tournament yeah she beat rio she, she could end up winning the tournament she beat rio, rio. yeah mm-hmm. she could win the tourney 
She, hopefully, I fuck. think they should have put Serena Deeb in that shit myself. She's but. on the other side of the tournament, which now, uh, Hikaru Shida is injured, but Hikaru Shida doesn't know she's injured because they announced that she's no longer in the tournament and is being replaced by Chris Statlander. TV injured dog, and she's in Japan wrestling, and she put out tweets like, "I just wrestled like four straight shows in Japan. When did I get injured?" <laughs> And then Tony had to come up with another bullshit excuse of why she wasn't on TV. So now now the reasoning is everybody had to be cleared by an AEW doctor to, to, to wrestle in the tournament. And since Sheeta wasn't here, she's not medically cleared to wrestle. Problem with Tony Khan trying to do everything kayfabe is we live in a world where everybody's got social media and you can see fucking people have matches in other places. <laughs> um, not like you could in the 80s. Um, so hey man, Kayfabe ain't completely dead. Look yeah, at MJ. Look at MJF's mom. This asshole didn't even wish me Happy Mother's Day. Oh, uh, yeah, stole my high spot. She needs something. Been better. sitting on that. She needs. She needs something better. <laughs> she needs something better. My bad. Do. She's fucking. Her son's a professional wrestler. She's probably having the time of her life. Dude, to be honest with you. It looks so cool. I want to hang know. out with MJF's mom. <laughs> you know, I'm sure no. that. She she does nothing better to do and doesn't want to sit around in the back with a bunch of wrestlers. So she home, takes dog. that She's twenty minutes from the house. She takes that sign and prances around the studio. Let me get myself on national TV real quick. I mean, when they're in that area. That's where every time she's been on TV, it's when they're the only when they're on. She yeah. don't go no place else with them. Though. I think so. She does radio interviews from Long yeah. Island and shit though. Talk shit about them. So, no, it's funny. That's on funny. ramp on rampage though. No, you had Ruby Soho and Riho. You had the baddie thing, which is where. Tony Schiavone announces that Chris Statlander is replacing Hikaru Shida in the tournament. And we get that match next Friday on Rampage. Special time will be announced later, so 4.30 again next week. Thank you, NHL, NBA. Um, I won't be watching it then next week either until the day after. You won't until after June's pretty much over because of the playoffs. There'll be a lot of Saturday Rampages. Yeah. What's cool about watching them on Saturday, though, is I don't have to worry about watching commercials. I can just watch the fucking 35, 38-minute show, whatever it is, without previews and be done. You still got commercials, damn it. How you do it? Commercials and then here. pretty much the only other thing that happened on Rampage. TNT app, dog. You had Scorpio Sky defending the, it's a free plug, TNT, by the way. TNT championship TNT against... check in the mail. I would gladly accept it. <laughs> defending the belt against Frankie Kazarian. Which, uh, during the interview process with Mark Henry... Ethan Page and Dan Lambert start to talk over Scorpio Sky and uh, Kaz is like, last time I checked, neither one of you are Scorpio Sky, so shut the fuck up, go away, and let him talk. Hmm. And then, of course, they bring up all the SCU and the tag team championships and all that stuff. Uh, Nobody cares about Remember When. Scorpio Sky told Dan Lambert and Ethan Page to take the night off. He didn't need them out. He didn't need them in the ring or ringside. Uh match was good between both of them Ethan Page and Dan Lambert came out Dan Lambert uh, distracts the ref Ethan Page hit Kazarian with the title belt Kazarian kicks out then gets hit with the TKO or yeah the, the TKO and Ethan Page or Scorpio Sky retains the title and then uh, when Kazarian wakes up starts to bitch it Ethan or Scorpio Sky that they got involved. I think there's going to be a heel or a face turn, kick him away, and 
Scorpio Sky straight up hits Kazarian with the title belt, and he's still heel. He's still heel. <laughs> you also had uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti ringside with their AAA belts, and they come into the ring and run those guys off. So Tony Khan, I guess, is trying to turn Sammy and Ty into faces again. He's trying to force them to be faces. Yeah. He's trying to force them down our throats, and that's not what you want to do. You got Brandy and Cody 2.0. I think we should bust Rampage down to the fucking Indie Mode Show report until it's not on at 4.30. They're trying to do the same shit WWE did with Roman Reigns in the beginning and make you fucking, you have to like this motherfucker because we said so. And that's one thing that I've liked about AEW so far is they haven't done that shit. So why you haven't pushed anybody. It's all debuts. They haven't forced you to try to like somebody It's all ups and no downs. Usually like... Like, if, if the crowd's not with somebody, then they'll somehow find a way to roll with it. They don't continually try to force that person down your throat like you have to like this guy. And that's kind of what they're trying to do with Sammy and Ty. Like, you're going to love these guys. They're Macho and Liz. No, they aren't. <laughs> they're far from it, to be honest with you. One thing you did notice, got to jump right back to Dynamite. You did notice during the uh, CM Punk and John Silver match that Colt Cabana did not come to the <laughs> ring with Dark Order. Is he fired? Pissed no. at CM Punk. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with CM Punk. I told you that a long time ago. They ain't never going to be in a segment together ever on this show. <laughs> Dark Order shit needs to be done anyway. They don't know got through to Stu Grayson. Fucking there is plenty of other people on the television I'm rather C- see than CM any Punk, of them. CM Punk made John Silver look like a Fuck job. Adam Page is on that list for me. CM Punk. I'm gonna throw my hat at you in a second. Adam Silver look like a job guy. <laughs> I could get rid of them all. They'd be all right. They'd be cut the trim, trim the fat there, and get rid of all them guys. Evil Luno don't even wrestle. I mean. <clears throat> well, he lost his tag team partner, so why would, would he wrestle? I would keep 10 and make him lose the mask. I want to keep none of them. Make, make him become Preston Vance? I don't even know that. Give him another gimmick if he wants it, but make him lose the mask. And fucking, he looks like one of the fucking, the, you know. Hon- honestly, the only person out of the Dark Order I would keep would be uh, uh, Alan Angels. Uh, you know, number 10, he looks like fucking when you're playing Batman Arkham Asylum, the giant clown with one arm. Yeah. That's yeah. who he reminded me of. <laughs> and that's kind of what he's been to this point, a fucking clown. So I'd like to see him do something different and maybe get over, if not get rid of him. Because he he, every time he wrestles, he puts on a pretty good show, but he just fucking doesn't lose us every time or fucking they have him beat up a bunch of security guards poorly. And John Moxley fucking runs him over and ruins his whole career, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> Give him a belt back or I'm going to break it. He bashed his head in, ripped his mask open, and then bashed his head even more until his blood was like spurting out everywhere. Should have been off TV then. And it was like, what, he, maybe a six-minute match? Then he put his arm in the chair and jumped on it. Yeah, it was like a six-minute match. Ruined that dude's whole career, and then he came back and destroyed security guards. Like, Look how strong he is, unless it's fucking John Moxley. <laughs> fucking security guards my size. Yeah. Oh, yeah, strong. we didn't talk about that. How they had to bring in Blackpool Combat Club to help try to get over the Jericho Appreciation Society. Well, it was the Jericho Appreciation Society fucking victory fucking speech. I don't know why Blackpool Combat Club got involved with Eddie Kingston's beef. Because Eddie and fucking John John are fucking friends, bro. You remember when they were tag teaming? Eddie and who? John, John Moxley. Moxley were friends. Oh. Remember when they were tag yeah, team yeah, and making yeah, weird yeah. fucking promos and they yeah, yeah, yeah. ran their Poofy truck match. into the side of the fucking truck? Poofy match, yeah. Yeah. He had a fucking goddamn panic attack. It was after Poofy match. He yeah, had a fucking. Start of it. He had a panic attack. No, it wasn't. It was Moxley. after. 
No, it wasn't. Eddie Kingston jumped on Jericho at the end and fucking... No, he tag, jumped on John The Moxley. tag team or, matches happened after that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were that still, was the start of oh, them yeah. being a group. They yeah. were still kind of buddying around at that time anyway. They just weren't tag teaming with each other yet. But he come out and he had to come He had to come out and fucking... He had a panic attack for John Moxley. Of right. course John Moxley fucking has to come save him when it's his turn. God damn it, Brent. Just throwing fucking clipboards. <laughs> you got to give it back, you know what I'm saying? And Eddie Kingston had his panic attack, so now John Moxley has to have his. Yeah. Hopefully they have an exploding ring match no, they, again. The, it's going to be blood and guts. They should have just cut the Jericho Appreciation Society part because it's not getting over. And throw that's why they Blackpool need, Combat that's why Club they need versus the Combat Eddie Club. Kingston. Uh, I bet it'll still be around after that. Jericho mm. Appreciation Society will still be together. It'll just be limping. But, it's not good. But they're not going to let Blackpool Combat Club lose to them. I'll either. throw a fireball at you. No. Oh. he's the wizard. Right. He he fucking trademarked the wizard. Jer- Jericho did. I know. Did you see the meme I sent you? So, no, I haven't seen it at all yet. It's oh, my Jer- God. You also, you also saw Jer- that the one. The, the he, dog just stood up on the bed back there, and it fucking freaked me out. Dude, I thought there was somebody in the back room. <laughs> yes, I did. The, 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 one guy of the, the one guy of the Appreciation Society. Hey, AEW Galaxy. Yeah. Instead of WWE Universe. The meme was uh, Jericho on Jay and Silent Bob the Reboot. It, it says the wizard. It's like VKM He bad. was the wizard. <laughs> you know what? It's what? like VKM bad. Right. R- VKM was way better. Road Dog and Billy Gunn? Yeah, that was way better. No, dude. Voodoo Kim Mafia shit. This is way Jericho better Appreciation Jericho. Society is the exact same thing almost. The only difference is they didn't go sleep on the doorsteps of WWE. <laughs> Just the thing is, when the sports entertainer goes against a pro wrestler, the sports entertainer always wins. Give it time. Watch Jericho, and then they're going to roll up on WWE in the fucking Bentley instead of a fucking goddamn Jericho go in, though. tractor and fucking try to talk shit through the window or some shit. Jericho go in, though. AEW has fired the first shot and try to steal that gimmick. Jericho go, like he's learned from the mistakes of all that shit. Like Billy Gunn and them should have went in to Nitro. Jericho would go in. Triple see H what happened. Come out. Yeah. Triple H come out and punch. That, that, that's one of the best things of all those segments. What would have actually happened if they would have just went inside? Nothing, probably. It'd have been on national TV and all eyeballs have been on fucking TNT. Yeah. They would have had to film each other. <laughs> It'd be like, what in the fuck are we supposed to do now? That's what it <laughs> Just been. punch each other. It would have been like the simulcast when they fucking Vince came out and announced that fucking he was it's buying WCW. WCW. It would have been extremely behind on one channel and extremely good looking on the other channel. Be like, there's a. Ne- <laughs> did you try? There to, is a. Mi- if you watched it on WCW, it sounded like shit because they were trying to simulcast Raw that. and WCW on TNT there at is, the same time. And then you watched it on Mc- Raw. There is a McMahon signature on the contract, but it's not Vince. Yeah, but when they were trying to, I have, watched it from the WCW side. And they had Vince talking through their I Tron. I it from the WWE side. Right. On, on our side, we watched Vince in the ring yeah. saying, if you watched it on WCW, it was, it was the Shane. Tron. No, right. it was the, oh, Tron, it was the and Tron, and Vince was saying it through the Tron, and, and right. they were outside, and it was like amphitheater. So like, wah, 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 wah. But you, I, you, 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 you. But, you. I did, but I did flip it over because I wanted to watch Ric Flair and Sting in that final match. And then when Shane came out, <coughs> it was the same exact thing on the R screen where it was like we seen Shane walking down, and then I immediately flipped over to WCW because I was like, I'm not going through that shit again on another screen, and it sounded better on their screen with Shane talking than it did on I totally yeah, watched WCW, WCW the whole night I didn't even but watch I, WWE I watched pretty much all that Nitro because I knew it was going to be the last one for what was like six months they were going to be out and then coming back or some shit as the Big Bang they were going to do yeah. and all that um, and didn't and in the last match was they were doing that thing too where they're like calling all champions to the last night of WCW so it was like who's going to show up and it was unfortunately champions that were like in the last six months but Ric well, Flair I mean, and Sting were the main yeah, event they were the and last it wasn't match. the best match no. at all <laughs> 
at all. But it was Sting and Ric Flair. But if you're going to end WCW, I guess it's best to do it with two of the, the biggest ma- wrestlers Booker T ever and Scott Steiner was the best match of that night. Yeah, Maybe but Steiner had that drop foot since nobody's the time. Nobody, no, nobody's yeah, nobody's bigger in WWE. Nobody's bigger in WCW than Sting and Ric Flair. I, I myself personally, the tag team cruiserweight championship match. Motherfucking Hollywood Hogan, dog, is extremely like 10, 12 times bigger than fucking Ric Flair and fucking Sting. not originally part of WCW. That's true. For the most successful part of WCW, he was the leader of it. No, he was the leader. NWO asshole. Right. I don't know if he was the leader of the locker reason. room, though, bud. I think he was just the dictator. He put the butts in the seats. <laughs> I think he was the dictator of their locker he room. He put the butts in the seats, dog. Um, He's the one. He was the float. Could you, could you just imagine a 10-year-old me and Dick in the same room arguing over who's Sting and Hogan? <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's me and Maddie. Did the same thing the whole time. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually it would have been, been a 10-year-old me and an 11-year-old Dick. Dick's a year older than Matty was Ultimate Warrior. He was, <laughs> He's got to point that shit out. He was, that was dick. his whole <laughs> Matty used to steal. I had all my wrestling action figures on a shelf, and he'd bend Hulk Hogan over and put Sting behind him. Yeah. Like, effing him. <laughs> like, you know how it goes. He thought Ultimate Warrior was better but than Hogan in WWE. Yeah, too. he did. He, he was a fucking... He'd argue that fucking shit. To the I'm wearing a fucking Warrior shirt. What do you think? It's trash. That's what I think. Can't wrestle. Well, no shit, but guess what? When you're like six years old, he you thought he could. You thought. <laughs> I no, thought. I, no, I didn't. I didn't think didn't. he could back then either. Compared, to, Hogan, compared to Bret Hart, I was like, who's this fucking three-pump chump? I was, I was chump? devastated. Who's this three-move chump? I was devastated. <laughs> he had four. Like, he beat Hogan. Nobody can beat Hogan. Hulk Hogan. That was, only, that was literally his only loss at WrestleMania. Well, that's a weird-ass For the first ten WrestleManias. Weird-ass promo to boot. Hulk Hogan Shoot up to the stars and the galaxies The skies open up and all you see is Rage And then he's just Hulk Hogan Right No that's the promo he cut where he talks about Fucking taking the plane and crashing the nose diving (laughs) Hulk Hogan I go to the captain's seat Hulk Hulk Hogan I take the controls Hulk Hogan I take. Alright who's going first on high spots of the week You already fucking stole mine I didn't steal yours. <laughs> MJF's mom. Then I should steal I've his. I've been sitting here quietly the whole yours, time right? waiting. I didn't steal his. I just said the fucking MJF's mom was there with a sign saying that Sasshole forgot Mother's Day. <laughs> I didn't steal his. <laughs> That's not my high spot of the week. No, you didn't steal it. You already fucking spoiled it. Yeah, you gave it away, asshole. We, act, we act normally like, spoil like, everybody's fucking high spot of the like week. When you should actually, I spoil his? And not, acting not like Clint Colvis. Should I spoil his and not steal it? Yeah. I'm not going to. You know what his is? I know. He told me this morning. If you steal mine. But he changed his like six times last week, too. I was going to say, if you steal mine, I'll pick a different one. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's Scorpio Sky tricking the crowd and thinking he was about to turn face and fucking totally had had him gripped. See, I already ruined that one, too. He's a heel through and through, bro. (laughs) That's my high spot. Yeah, but you don't. I mean, I don't know. When you fucking talk about wrestling. If your high spot's a fucking match. Yeah, it's gonna get ruined. But Last couple weeks with I've been sitting on that all day. Frankie like, Kazarian coming out and the handshake, the fucking Ethan Page in the background being like, "Your tag team, da, da, da. he's dead." And he's like, "No, wait, bro, I got this. I got this." Like, you know, we were friends, now we're friends, but I gotta let you know, I gotta let my man know. And I thought they played that real good because it almost had. Min Scorpio's guy told Danny need to put that title belt away and all that. 
I and wasn't everybody thinking that he was give a shit about this part. No, even for the last couple weeks, I've been saying. I that don't know he, how you're not because you like Kazarian and you like fucking Christopher Daniels. I don't really like Kazarian. Well, he that, never really got over. Last couple weeks, I told you guys, I said they're, if they're going to keep on Scorpio Sky like this, they're going to have to break him away from Dan Lambert and Ethan Page because he'll be a good guy. Fucking had me even. <laughs> yeah. Clint's high spot is he got fucking cake, Clint baby. got swerved. Scorpio Sky's good. I don't like his entrance music really, but he's good. It's weird Kobe Bryant shit. I don't. That's freaks me out. It's like he thinks he is or something. His head's like perfectly shaped. It's because he's part of SC. SC I don't know. SoCal, SoCal uncensored. I don't know if that's why his head's perfectly shaped though. Well, no, I'm talking about the Kobe thing. <laughs> the Lake, the Lakers. Oh, I thought maybe he was just from California and a huge Lakers fan, so Kobe Bryant. Well, he is, but I, mean, that's I love part of Kobe the SoCal. Bryant. Don't get me wrong, but he would not be in my entrance music or in my fucking Titantron video. I'm just saying. <laughs> or whatever they call like, their shit. Like all their stuff is about Southern California, so. Right. I guess it's my turn. I mean, you stole his and fucking I gave up mine, so you're the last one. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you had more to say. What more? Kobe. Motherfucker had me. Mine mine was Matt Riddle straight up kneeing Roman Reigns in the face unexpectedly during the uh, confrontation at the end of the night when they got their title match. We didn't spoil that part in the beginning. We talked about that whole last thing. Didn't say nothing about Riddle smashing... Roman Reigns in the face. If you would have watched it, you wouldn't know. He left that out because it was his high spot. <laughs> I know, right? So I was trying to leave. You know what's going to happen in the tag team title match next week, don't you? Yeah, RK Bro's going to lose, and then that's going to bring up what's going to happen with. Roman. <laughs> He's just shaking his head. No, Roman Reigns no, is going to come wrong. out. Sorry, Brent, you're wrong. Roman Reigns is going to come out, and it's going to be a disqualification, and nobody's going to lose a title either way. And then they're going to kick the shit out of Matt Riddle, and he's probably going to be off TV, and then that'll give you Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton at what next month's pay per view. This Roman's, Roman's already been taken off of Hell in a Cell. Fucking next week then? Two weeks? Is it next week? I feel like I just watched one. What? No, it's not until... Apparently Peacock's done with us too. Kick me out to the mainstream. June, I love this screen. June 5th is... <laughs> June, <laughs> June 5th is Hell in a so Cell. We're not watching WWE Network no more. It kicked us out. You still got yeah, like three weeks until Hell in a Cell. That's the Adams Family House. So in that three weeks, there could be... Um, I, d- I just love that... I just love that fucking Matt Riddle just straight up V triggers fucking Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns just looks at him after he realizes what happens like did that little motherfucker just do that to me right and that's why Roman's gonna come out and ruin that title match next week watch and then they're gonna take lay waste to Matt Riddle while Roman well fucking Randy Orton's tied up one can only hope or fucking they're gonna fucking handcuff Orton up and just kick the shit out of Matt Riddle I hope it's the end of RK bro and then no because they still have they'll still have tag title so it'll just be Matt Riddle go home for a couple weeks and Randy Orton will be on his own. Or, like I said, they'll jump Matt Riddle before the match and then it'll be Randy Orton defending against the Usos by himself and Randy Orton will lose to both the Usos by himself. He ain't going to beat him. Well, we'll see what that. happens next never week. never happened in the history of WWE. They've never, ever done that shit. They'll lose. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening this week. You can check out our Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're available everywhere that you can hear in the couple uh, buffers that we got on in the show and we will see all you guys next week bye